face. Oh, that's why. Oh, what'd you do? Break it? No, I'm trying to. It was like it's facing. I gotta tighten it up. Tighten it up, baby. Tighten it up. That's right. Well, folks, welcome to uh, another exciting edition of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Always Soft exciting, open. never boring. Never boring. Never boring. I don't care what you say, jerks. This this is the this is the soft open. That's if right. you're not familiar with the podcast, we do a little banter just to get you just to get your uh, you know your whistles moistened. If you oh god, uh, a lot of people hate that word. Moist? Yeah. I think it's yeah, they don't like moist. Yeah, they don't like moist, no. No, but they, they get the pat. You get your palate. Get a little something for your yeah, palate. It's, it's, it's a little taste. It's like the it's like the uh, the hors d'oeuvres, the, uh, the hors d'oeuvres, if you will. Yeah, it's a little hors d'oeuvre. A little hors d'oeuvre. Tony um, hates guests. Clearly lives the gimmick. So uh, he hates his guests. So he'll be joining us. Who I don't know what. Now, Kevin, here's a question. Since uh, he hasn't responded to the the, te- the text messages all day. And well, there weren't was, many, to be fair. There yeah, there like, were, but it, he um, he told us the other day he was going to be late, but he didn't tell us how late. He didn't say, exactly. So did you so, push the guest back to 7.15 on purpose? I did not. That, okay. I did not push Marche Rocket back. He had uh, he has to watch the kids because his wife has an appointment, so he'll be joining us at 7.15. Not a big kids. deal. The question is, does Tony come in during the interview or does he wait till it finishes because of the past he has waited he oh, i don't want to interrupt the flow yeah but i thought he bullshit. would let marche rocket a regular on the nws thought he would he would like to talk to him so it'll be interesting all right so my gut says see this this is tough because nwa is tony's tony's bread and butter that's who pays him um so I I think that if he can, if I had to like put it at odds, I would say it's sixty. I'd say it's fifty five forty five. Is that math right? Yes. No, it's sixty five thirty five. Sixty. Well, no, fifty five forty five would work too. I thought you said sixty five forty five. Oh no no, fifty five forty five. That he does not show up, but. He'll use the line, but so here's the thing: if he doesn't want to, he can't use that excuse tonight, though, because he loves NWA. If he legit can't make it, that's one thing. If he's waiting for the interview to be over, then Tony truly hates guests. Because uh, I, yeah, I lo- you know what I like that Kevin because this is NWA. This is Tony's mamajama. So if he legit says, "Oh, I just waited out because you guys are doing such a good job," which is no guarantee, by the way. Um, then, then he truly hates guests. Otherwise, I think he'll try to jump in if he can. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. What's his adult son doing now that he has to be there for? So, who knows? I don't. I can't even keep track of this. This kid. Yeah. You have to drop him off at his his job at the office or something. I don't know. At this point, the kid's older than Tony. Like, like the kid should be taking care of Tony. Yeah, you would think, right? And then so Tony can do the podcast. Should be bringing him or divorce. Yeah, everyone wants an orb divorce. That's right. Uh, so we got a jam-packed show. We got Marche Rocket joining us shortly. Uh, we got the Can You Beat That Championship. I, sw- Kevin, I swear to God, I put it in the Discord. If Kevin Rogue loses to downtown Petey Brown. Petey from the streety. I'm going to be uh, 
I'm going to be very upset. A lot, is of this, a lot of pressure on Kevin. Is this the first time that the Can You Beat That Championship has been defended amongst two people that are not either Shining Wizards or Shining Wizards adjacent, a la Kate? Correct. Mm, interesting. First We're branching out. First time ever. People are excited. I am. This uh, Petey Brown guy, Kevin. Downtown. Um, where the lights are pretty and the streets are shitty. I don't know how often you're in the email, Kevin. What email? The Shining Wizards email. You sent an email today? No, no, no. I just oh, want no. you to know there was a comment left on Wednesday from PD Party. Ooh. Glad I got in five to four. That was a close one. Let's party. Was he on a flight? No. Kevin, what, that, what does that talking mean? About the what committee. Does that mean? The committee. Wait, glad he got in. Wait, so yes. PD from the streety said, I'm glad I got in at five to four. Yes, according to uh, T Donk, he uh, claims the committee voted that PD should take part in this challenge. Five to four was the vote. Apparently, there's nine people in said imaginary committee. Um, it's 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 the nine out of the ten Tony fingers. That's what it is. So Petey Brown, uh, I'm gonna say Kalu. I think Petey Brown might be in this committee too. So you think he's just trying to? He's like the Kevin Nash of the just booking for himself here. Maybe. Look, my my I am um, going to assume anyone out there listening to this. If you think Tony's committee is a real thing, I I'm gonna assume. That you're fucking involved with this shenanigans. Yeah, I don't like it. I smell collusion. This is a, this is a hill bad. I die on, Kevin. I listen. I could tell your voice has never sounded more serious. Really, I feel like uh, I, no. my voice is never serious. No, that's. I mean, that's always the point of the joke. So we got a lot to talk about too. Tony's going to join us at some point. We're, Sasha, Naomi, we got to cover this fucking fiasco. Whatever crazy nonsense this is. I yeah, I don't even. I can't even follow it. Uh, Stephanie McMahon took a leave of absence. Yeah, they all uh, left together. Double or nothing weekends coming up. That's right. We got we got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Marche Rocket, can you beat that? It's all next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode five hundred and eighty-six. Oh, baby. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. What's going on, guys? This is VSK, sometimes one half of Massage Force, uh, sometimes super serious wrestler that doesn't enjoy joking around at all. Uh, come follow me on Instagram at IsThatVSK and on Twitter at VSKing98. Watch me uh, go through this internal struggle and try and uh, discover myself like a teen angst movie. Uh, but for now, you're listening to The Shining Wizards. Please enjoy the show.
Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, where, of course, it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Matt. Um, K-J-G. It's weird doing it second. Yeah, uh, Tony is only good for the intro. Um, That's right. If you're listening to this, uh, oh, hi, Nelly. You're going to have to get out of here. Oh. Nelly making an early appearance. <clears throat> She's been doing run-ins all day. It's really fucking annoying, to be perfectly honest with oh, you. No. But uh, hopefully you're listening to this live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, um, YouTube. And uh, if you're on any of those platforms, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss one second. Comment, too. Comment as well, please. Oh, yeah, please chat us up. We got uh, tons of more people in the chat tonight than there were last week, so that's good. Um, And then if you're listening to us in podcast form, please rate, review, subscribe. On the Spotify, there's like three little dots next to our name. You click that, and you give it a a rating. One star, two star, three star, four star, five star. Just give us a rating. Check us out. Wow, that was really impressive. You got that out. Yeah. Well, you know what, Kevin? Uh, I haven't started drinking yet. I just opened my first alcoholic beverage. Um, is that the uh, the old Arnold Palmy? It is. I uh, I discovered there was a couple of APs in the fridge in the basement yesterday, so I was excited about that. No, what should be really disconcerting is that it's in a koozie, and I still recognize the can. Well, the can doesn't properly fit in the koozie. right, but like I I'm I'm not there. Like I, I'm not like I'm literally on a computer screen, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty common can though. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, start drinking yet. I'm feeling pretty good. I, uh, recorded the second installment of my new Japan pro wrestling or fightful overbooked this afternoon. Your favorite podcast. Yeah. Covering all things, uh, new Japan pro wrestling. So that'll probably drop within the next 24 hours. I made a rare appearance on the Mark Warder podcast Wednesday night. Super rare. So, uh, so that was fun. Yeah. But, Millionaire uh, Matt knows where his bread is buttered now. Well, this is home base. This will always be home base. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> this is what pays the bills. Okay, that's right. That so, is uh, correct. So yeah, so I'm feeling pretty good, Kev. Uh, wasn't a crazy work week, so I feel like I've uh, no crazy work week, no crazy other nonsense going on. So things have settled down. We're getting back to a sense of normalcy around here. So I'm feeling pretty good. That's uh, that's good, cause man, you've you've been working like a crazy horse over the last uh, few weeks. So Good that you are not super stressed and super busy, and uh, you deserve every now and then to relax a little bit. Well, I appreciate that, Kevin, and I am pretty relaxed today. I'm excited to uh, talk to Marche Rocket, who's joining us soon. I'm excited to talk lots of wrestling. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a trounce a pounce a walk through this <laughs> crazy web of Sasha Banks and Naomi when Tony gets here because I have to I have to get Tony's Tony's I have to because me and you will have a very uh, civil conversation, but I'm sure Tony has some shitty hot take. Asian Joe, every appearance of Matt on the Mark Order podcast is like finding a chase figure in the wild. Thank you, Joe. I, see, I, I you took that as a compliment. Yeah, I think it was just because it's so rare that I mean, look. So I, 
I'm not going to let them rain on my parade. They fucking busted my balls Wednesday night. All these little ghouls in the chat. Where's this, Dude, little, fuck, where's this little fuck Eric? He's not here. Oh, same shirt as Monday night. Listen, Eric. I wore the same rotation of like three sweatshirts every podcast. Like, come on, Eric, whoever you are. You had a lot of people in that in that chat. You guys, got, you guys are props to the Mark Order, baby. You guys are doing work. Yeah, Mark Order does. They do a great job. I also didn't get to see AEW, so it's like, here's my thing: if I can't watch the show, like I don't. Yeah. I mean, on top of all the other shit that's going on, like I didn't see the show, so like, you're. I'm not gonna. You know, they. The, you tune in to listen to people talk about it, the, the AEW product. You're not yeah. tuning in to watch me sit there like this. Yeah, yeah. With with, with your with the format that you guys have, <laughs> where you're literally breaking down. A two-hour television show. If one person didn't see said two-hour television show, there's really no reason for that person to be there. Unless, I mean, you could always contribute like jokey jokes on the haha. Oh yeah, of course. But then, like, it happened like a couple months ago where I was just like hitting my head against the microphone. I was turned off, but I was just and because <laughs> I just I didn't watch the show, so I can't comment on so, it. But do you go out of your way? Let me ask you this. Because your work schedule, I know this might be hard to do, but if you don't see AEW Dynamite live and you, you're not doing the Mark Order podcast that night, will you still go out of your way to watch Dynamite? If I, I have to make time, I am three weeks behind. On, oh, man! I know what's happening, right? Mm. Uh, but I have not uh, been able to watch. Oh, this is this makes me happy to see this person in the chat real quick. Hi, Kate. Miss Kate Fabe in the house. Welcome back, Kate. Well, KTG. And, and I know uh, Ryan Sullivan's over there. That's uh, right. And uh, and I know Aunt Aunt Money went back to. He had to go into the city for his job today. But the three of those uh, wonderful people hold down the Mark Order podcast, uh, and they really are the Mark Order podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm like uh, the bench player. I show up once in a while. Yeah, you 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 um you're on the ro- you're on the rotation. You're like the uh, what do they call? It? They don't call it a starter We're in baseball. What do they call it? The setup? No, not the setup man. The uh, I'm the, I'm a bench player. I come off the bench. No, but in, like in pitching terms, what do they call it? Like when like you like you're not closer. You're not a starter, but like when you pitch by committee, the first person that goes out is not really a starting pitcher. He's like. Right when I mean, it's like a bull, when it's a bullpen bullpen game. No, all right. So like, like, t- middle, like tomorrow, middle tomorrow night, the, like, like tomorrow night, like J- JP Spears is starting. He's not a starting pitcher in the majors, but right. it's going to be like a a pitch by committee. So they start. The name is there's a name for it. They call it a bullpen game. Is that the game? Is that the name? Like when they just pitch from the bullpen, it's just like so and so is going to go out there and pitch for two innings. Yes, and this guy's going to come out and pitch for another two. But I thought the first guy had a, a, a specific name. He's a relief pitcher, right? But he doesn't have a. He's the starter. It'll come to you for someone who listens to Michael K every day. The opener, opener. There, there it is, Miss Kate Fabe with the opener. That's what it is. The opener. There you go. You're like the opener. I am like the opener. Definitely not the closer. No, no, no. You can't close anything. No. I close the door. Uh, well, good for you. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Toilet. Close? 
open. I have a white. What do you mean, like, do not I not to see. open? And, not to see. to open and close the toilet. The lid. Close, shut, or yes. I have cats. I don't need them fucking drinking out of the toilet. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Toilet. So yeah, I closed the toilet. You closed close the toilet. Close the lid and I pick up the seat because I'm not a fucking animal. Pick up the seat when okay for okay yeah gotcha yeah, you know yeah copy copy that because uh men uh, men us as as a a, uh, a men we don't know how to not piss on the toilet seat. <laughs> can I can I say something that's probably gonna get me made fun of a lot? Yes, please. <laughs> I really started enjoying going number one sitting down. You're not the only guy I know that does that. It's just weird. It's it's fantastic. It's just like, like why why stand when you can sit? That's, that seems I don't know. It's you're just taking a piss, dude. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I drink a lot. I drink a gallon of water a day. It's sometimes sure. so long. So, it can't be that fucking long, Kev. Long enough to make me want to sit. You gotta <laughs> re if if. <laughs> It's almost joke. like a level of laziness. Well, Matt, come on, you know, like, right? But I don't know. I don't. Do you not know I mean, me? That just seems like extra work to get up and down, to like stand and sit. No, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem justified. I don't. I can't. I can't wrap my brain around it. I mean, it's not. It's not always perfect, but it works. I mean, it's not always per. I don't even. Well, there's wa- There's still water there, so you got to be careful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A little damp. <laughs> How has your week been otherwise? Uh, uh-uh. I had a great weekend. Um, I went to go, I saw a former, I guess, I guess we can call him alumni, former Mark Order podcast host, Sleepy Time Ryan. Oh, Ryan, Ryan Van Dam. Yeah, I saw Ryan Van. I, I was wondering, I thought, all right, so Ryan Van Dam was one nickname. Did you ever call him Ryan Van Winkle or did I just make that up? You may have uh, made that made that up, yeah, or we it. may have because he did fall asleep once, like on the show. Yeah, on the show, multiple times he's fallen asleep. <laughs> so I saw Ryan Van Dam on Saturday night. Nice, uh, good to see him. He uh, he was he's the sound guy at a comedy club in Morris Plains. Yes, so he does a great job with them, and it was a good show. My buddy, uh, uh, friend of the show, uh, KP Burke's album release party show. So I saw. So Ryan there, we sat down at the uh, the sound booth. He gave me some delicious uh, elementary loggers and even a PBR, All right. which I love. So it was good to see him. So I had a great Saturday night. So, yeah, man, everything's good. Watched a lot of wrestling. I watched NWA, bro. Like, come on. You know, that's a busy book. Well, that's a good week when Kevin watches NWA. It's You're tough. Preparing, uh, preparing for our guest tonight. Well, I had no idea he was on that show when I watched it. But I watched it. All He's right. a big boy. Yeah, Marshy Rocket's a big feller, dude. Seeing him, and I'll, I'll probably bring this up with him, but seeing him stand like toe to toe with Paro is like, whoa! These are some horses. Horses, indeed. That's right. I feel like he spent time in Impact. Am I making that up? Maurice Ro- Rocket, Marshy Rocket. I, 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 this is gonna kill me because he reminds his name reminds me of the hockey player Rocket Richard. And I know I'm going to screw that up at some point. I'm going to call him by the wrong name. He was there in 2017. Uh, at Impact. Nelly, no. 
Get down, Nelly. So it'll be fun. Marche Rocket coming up soon. No Tony, but he uh, will be joining us at some point. We got the Can You Beat That Championship Challenge coming up a little later tonight where uh, J.J. Rogue defends against uh, downtown Petey Brown. You know and, uh, what? Committee is, it's sanctioned by this fucking committee. So I wonder, he's got to be named after this hockey player. Well, you can ask him that when he joins us, Kevin. Because Rocket Richard's real name is Maurice Rocket Richard. I'm, I'm th- uh, there's got to be something there. You think that's where he took his gimmick from? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you could take a gimmick from a hockey player. I mean, you're, oh, I understand, but I'm saying you think that's where he took it from? It's got to be. I have no idea. I mean, I, I it's got to be. That sounds pretty, you're pretty confident in that. Well, I mean, it just like, I mean, like it's, the, the similarities, like, the, it can't be that big of a coincidence. You don't think so? I don't know. We're going to find out shortly, Kevin. You could ask him right right as we start. I love it. I love a good hot open. Are you named after Rocket Ishmael? No, not Ishmael. Rocket Richard. You don't remember Rocket Ishmael? Was he a basketball player? No, he played for Notre Dame. He was the Rocket. Oh, Ishmael. I think you, Ishmael. I think he won the Heisman. Marche Rocket. Marche's not Maurice, though. No, it's Marche. Yeah, so that, but it's it's close. Marche and Maurice are close. They start with an M. That's right, and a soft C and an S H. We're That's gonna right. find out shortly. No, there's no way. I'm not no? asking that. I'm not, I'm not gonna ask that question. You're not gonna ask if he's named after the hockey player, the Rocket Owen Hart. Oh, what a segue. Today's his birthday, man. Today is Owen Hart's birthday? No, today was the day he died. Never mind. His birthday is May 7th. Today is the today 23rd. Be, today today is the 23rd birthday. anniversary of the day that he died. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. On May 23rd. Oh, wait, a, wait to fudge those numbers. Oh, Nelly. oh, listen. Dude, Owen Hart is like, May is his month. Like, his birthday is uh, May 7th. I, th- I would just, I just, I don't know if it's his month, dude. Oh, Owen Hart month. The tournament's you know going on. Today is also the same day that Hannah Kimura died. Oh, Jesus. That's, that was sad. Well, I think both are sad instances. Yeah, but like the, Owens was like a freak accident, so that's sad. Like this was like a result of, like if I remember correctly, it was like just people not being nice, and then it ended up with someone dying, which stinks. Yeah, definitely stinks. Flowers. For Hannah, yeah, I mean, I wasn't super. It was uh, was she on the show that we went to at at MSG? Was she on that ring that All In show? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, she mind. was on the first ever. She was, I think, she was part of the tag match that happened at Wrestle Kingdom. I thought that Maybe. she was on. An, I thought that she was on an MSG show. I could be. I could be way off. Um, no, she wrestled the dark match at Wrestle Kingdom 14. It was the first women's match in Tokyo Dome since 2000. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that stinks. May, t- May 23rd sucks. You hear that, people? It sucks. Well, it, it doesn't. It's just not a great day, but it doesn't suck because we're here today. That's right. And we're pumping out some great wrestling content. And uh, 
We got a lot to cover. It's a double or nothing weekend is coming up, so that's pretty exciting. I uh love me some double or nothing. Johnny uh yeah. Johnny Mox made his debut at a double or nothing, if I'm not mistaken. The the card is is stacked to the gills. Did they announce is Hardy's and Young Bucks happening? I believe so, sir. I mean, I've seen it at, at House of Glory, but I mean I, how could you ever get tired of it? just like the it's like looking into the future, even though the Bucks have been around for a while now, too. It still seems like when you see the Young Bucks and the Hardys, it's literally like one tie team looking into their future. The future. You know what yeah, I mean? The, fucking like, card, the, the card is stacked, man. So we got Paige and... Punk. And Punk. That should be dope. We got Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb. All right. We got Jungle I'm Boy, Luchas. Not... Luchasaurus against Keith Lee, Swerve, and Powerhouse, and and Starks. All right. Uh, Jade Cargill, Anna J. All right. Adam ah. Cole against either Joe or Kyle O'Reilly in the finals of the Owen Hart Cup. Uh, the women's finals will also take place. Bucks Hardy. Uh, the Anarchy in the Arena match, Kevin. Is that the... Um... Is that the, the Jericho Appreciation Society and uh, and uh, the other guys? Uh, yeah, against Moxley, Danielson, Kingston, Santana, Ortiz. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Pay per view is not really grabbing me. This card, all right. Like Anna, like what has Anna J done like lately? That and what? How how often is like Thunder Rosa actually and. Like on TV, like she doesn't have like a whole lot of TV time. And what 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 the Starks? See the Stark, the, the Keith Lee, Swerve, Starks, Hobbs, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Like, like those aren't like where's like the real? I guess they're all tag teams now. But like, where are the real tag teams other than Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? I mean, you got Team Taz, but they're mostly singles. And you have Team Taz is in there, Starks and Hobbs. That's what I'm saying. Like they're. They're not really a tag team, like, and neither are I, I. When I think of Swerve and Keith Lee, I know they're together, but I think of them both as singles guys. When I think of Team Taz, Hobbs, and Starks, I know they're buddies, but I see that as like two singles guys. It just seems like a whole lot of putting. Like, why can't FTR? Is FTR on the show? FTR is not on the show. I mean, the Bucks are facing. Like, why couldn't it be? Have the Hardys and the Bucks, but also have Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in there. Like those are like three tag teams. Like, it's weird. Like I know one of the private party guys is hurt, and I know Butcher and Blade haven't been used at all. This is a weird. This is a weird card to me, man. You think so? I haven't been watching because I've been busy. But my understanding is they've all been involved in stories. No, the stories are okay, but like it. It this is even like Page and Punk. It's like not like blowing me away. Like you know what I mean? Like I I don't know why. Like it should be. I wonder if it's just pages and blowing me away. And like maybe I don't know. I'd rather see like I'm excited for the show. No, dude, it's gonna be a fantastic show. Like there's no denying that at all. Like everyone's gonna deliver. It's like what we say, and I hate to compare them, but it's like what we say with WWE TV week to week garbage. Actual three hour wrestling show, pretty good. So like, this is a this is a weird one. 
We'll get we'll, we'll get back to talking about weird things, but our guest is here, so I'm going to bring him in. Mr. Rocket, how are you? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Great. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule awesome. to, to jump on the show and chat us up, talk a little Marche Rocket and the NWA. <laughs> All day, baby. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. I wish, like, we have a lot of, we've had a lot of great guests on this show, but no one's, like, jumped right in with like such a smile and a happy attitude like right away <laughs> like dude like, whoa like i don't even come on the show with that kind of attitude like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well no sometimes it just it just pays to like you know uh always walk around with like a positive attitude and just um you know life's too short to be sitting up there being miserable all day and you know thinking negative thoughts i mean the world's full of it already so i just try to you know Stay focused, stay ready, be positive, share it with the rest of the world, and then just, you know, do everything with a smile. Well, I'm already okay. in a better mood. Well, now <laughs> i got to ask, though, because you were associated with that Idolmania sports management over there, and they're not the nicest fellas in the NWA. Depends on how you look at it. Great point. You know, the, the, the Idolmania sports management, in conjunction with the Church's Money Enterprises, a lot of people think that we're mean, but we're just out there doing our thing. We're just out there just telling the world that we're the best and, you know, going out there, proving it. Now, of course, when doing that, you get a couple of individuals that want to test that theory. But, you know, it is what it is. You're going to bump heads and stuff like that, you know. But I don't mania sports management. We've got there's quite a few people who jump on board and who are on, you know, they know that we're the best, you know, so. Is is it about is it about the money? It is well. If it's not about the money, then what are we doing here? <laughs> you know what? That like, great, I, I mean, I, I I don't get me wrong. I do love wrestling, but it's nice to be paid. You know the, what's that? What's that famous quote? Uh, if you're good at something, never do it for free. That. There you go. I that, just I can't th- look. I know the Austin Idol. He's a legend. He's been around the block. He just. Him and Tyrus should do their own thing. I like Gold Rush. I like what you guys are doing. I think you got a lot. You're great. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. Jordan Clearwater, awesome. Maybe you guys just, just you know, a little distance. Because I don't think, sorry, I think Big Strong Mims is taking that title from Tyrus. He's going to be one. Oh, he's going to okay. be one pissed okay. off. Okay, hold on. We'll pump the brakes now. Listen, just because Big Strong Mims got lucky let me reiterate that got lucky and slammed the monster tyrus does not mean that he is walking out the new television champion i mean look at all the people that tyrus has put down he's put down the mystery man he's put down the pope multiple times he's uh i, I mean he's dominated literally everybody that Billy Corgan and the NWA has placed before. And this is this is primarily single-handedly. I mean, Gold Rush and, and, and G's, I mean, we're just out there cheering him on. He does this himself. I mean, to, to, and to say that Big Strong Mims is going to come in at always ready and, and, you know, take the championship? Come on now, player. <laughs> Yeah, Matt. No, no, no. I think it, I think Big Strong Mims is ready. I think the mystery man is in Tyrus's head. 
They're they're only ready to take another L, and then they got to get to the back of the line. That's how it always works. That's how so, it always goes down. So we're on the line with with Marche Rocket at uh, Marche Rocket on Twitter, Marche underscore Rocket on Instagram, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marche Rocket. You mentioned the NWA, Billy Corgan. Uh, you've been there for for a little bit now. Every mm-hmm. guest that we talk to that has been in the NWA has nothing but great things to say about it. And you've been in Impact and you've been in GCW. You've been around. Um, mm-hmm. How would you compare your experience in the NWA to, to the other places that you've worked in the past? Um, You know, I there's a lot of similarities. Like, I, I love how the locker room is just so, so oriented with just wanting to be better. Uh, it's not just like uh, gimme me mine type deal atmosphere uh, for the most part. Everybody w- literally works together to make the best possible wrestling product out there. And what's cool about the NWA is because it's um, it's the new school meets old school vibe. You know, and I, I I think, you know, that's that's catching on with a lot of fans. You know, uh, you see it every almost every NWA power uh, where at least somebody's reporting like, man, I love how old school it was because that's the wrestling they grew up with, where it's just guys and girls going out there, cutting promos and, you know, getting in there and just wrestling. Not, you know, there might be a story here and there, but it's just two two athletes, maybe more, (laughs) uh, going out there and just doing what they love to do. And that's, you know, be a professional wrestler. And uh, not, I mean, in the other places too, that was the case, but there was just, uh, there was a little bit more showmanship. There was a little bit more fast pace, but this is, the NWA is ground and pound and, you know, you have to literally fight for every inch. And I think that's why I like it so much, because I feel like in wrestling, that's that's sort of like a lost art on some things, because, I mean, you I'm sure I'm pretty sure you've seen wrestling where if you blink, you've already missed half the match. <laughs> because it's just it's just zipping, you know, zippity doo dah going left and right. It's like, what did I see? What what just happened? Mm-hmm. How did that guy just get kicked in the head? You know? But with with uh, with the NWA, not only do you see it, but you feel it too. And, and Matt mentioned um, before the other companies you worked for. One of them, of course, was Impact, which has lineage to the NWA as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was NWA TNA before it was anything else. And right. so you're you're now in the NWA. You worked for Impact with that lineage to the NWA. Are there any similarities in how they work with legends and 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 the past and the new and stuff like that? Especially coming on like Slammiversary is coming up, which is a huge deal for them, and they retrace their steps to their lineage of the NWA. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure there I'm sure there is. I mean, they they always uh, both companies are great paying uh, homage to those that paved the way, and uh, you know uh, I'm wouldn't be surprised. You know, hopefully sometime in the future, uh, you know, this never say never, but you know, impact coming through to like you know challenge some nwa guys and vice versa like you know that whole forbidden door thing like i would definitely love that uh to go back and forth with uh you know impact and 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 uh just to see what you know 
we can we can do there. But I mean, both places, like I said, they're everybody's just all about trying to be better and put the best possible product out there and give the fans what they really want, which is professional wrestling. Hundred percent. So the NWA has this like kind of, and this is my last question about 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 this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, NWA has this reputation of like not being, not, well, not now. Now it's been completely like rebranded and redone. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the NWA's history, it always seems to find its way back. Like, like since like Harley Race and Flair and Dusty and you know all all those people. Then you know you had your little lull there, but it always seems to find its way back. Whether it was NWA, uh, TNA, or this Billy Corgan incarnation of NWA, what do you think it is about the NWA in itself that seems like it's just never going to go away? Well, I think uh, <laughs> I mean everything. Not not everything is always on top. I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty hard to stay on top. Sooner or later, like you know, some people. They're gonna. You're gonna always have those little dips, uh, where people might just be like, "Oh, you know, it, it just seems, you know, it's the same old, same old." So you want something new and fresh. And I think with how the NWA uh, as a whole brand has been, was that they have been very successful at recognizing, "Hey, you know, we need to do something to spark and just we reinvent." ourselves not not necessarily reinvent the wheel but reinvent ourselves and so nwa is very very good at looking within itself and saying what can we do to make ourselves better not so much lose ourselves not so much lose what makes us uh the nwa but allow ourselves to just like a little creativity, a little light to come through. And then once that wrestling fan gets a, you know, a sight of that and, 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 and sees it as a whole, they're like, Oh wow. And then that starts to pick up steam. And then you just, again, you have everybody wanting to be better and, you know, sharing the same, uh, the same mission uh, more or less. And I think that's what the NWA is really all about. It's just keeping up with traditional values, which, you know, some companies, once they sit up there and they reach the top, in order to stay there, what they they, they sort of lose themselves because they want to make the fans sort of happy. You know, oh, please watch me. Please watch me. I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you that. Whereas the like you know the NWA accepts like hey we know there's going to be little dips in the road that's that's just life, but we're not afraid to allow a little light to shine through and then once that light shines through we're going to still keep what made us so great in the first place and I think that's what a lot of fans and a lot of you know people respect about it. So talking the NWA, um, you see as one of my favorite things, uh, you seem to have a lot of spoons in the porridge, as I like to say, uh, you're challenging for the national title. You were yeah. uh, you advanced in the Crockett Cup singles or tag team. Do you have a preference? Because I'm always interested to find out what what the, the talent uh, you guys enjoy more. Um, me personally, I love I love both because they all present a, a presumable challenge. I mean, singles obviously it's you against you know not your your opponent and essentially you yourself because you have to go out there night in night out day in day out and just prove that you still can go with the top of the line. But I also like tag team wrestling too because it's you know 
I'm always going to be able to take care of myself because I know my strengths and my weaknesses and I know what I can do. And, you know, uh, in the, when I'm in that ring, but you put me with somebody now, let's see if we can coexist. Let's see if that chemistry is there that we can win together. And I think that's what's so exciting about tag team wrestling, especially uh, seeing it firsthand at the Crockett Cup, because obviously nobody picked Gold Rush to win, which they should have. I saw the Instagram pose. That was terrible. But still, you know, uh, just that whole atmosphere and just that whole, uh, you know, concept of just tag team wrestling. Uh, it, it Both are just fun. I, I personally like both. I love singles competition, but I love tag team wrestling as well. Um, both are very uh, challenging, and when done right, it's very it's 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 poetry in motion. So, so let me ask you this because I, I watched uh, the latest episode of NWA Power recently, and I mm-hmm. I mean I know you're I know you're a big you're a big dude, but I, when I saw you like square up with Paro. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's a big dude because Paro's because <laughs> Paro's a big dude. I, I I didn't realize you were that big of a guy. Do you have a preference in terms of like, do you get like because you're such a big guy? Like, or is it always big man versus big man matches for you if you're like getting booked on like independent shows or, or stuff like that? Or or do you get booked? I mean, I for me, big man, big man is believe it or not, it's kind of a rarity. I mean, being out here in like the Midwest, um, I find myself always truly being like the biggest guy or one of in the locker room. And it's like, wow, man, this is, uh, you know, I I feel like I'm on an island sometimes. Um, So it is fun and exciting for me when I get to look across the ring. I was like, yeah, finally I get, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a challenge here. Okay. It's not going to be so easy, but, um, what what is funny though, and anybody who's followed my career from the very beginning will tell you, I didn't always used to be a big guy. That's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's when cool. I started in this business, I weighed 175 pounds. I was scrawny, skinny, <laughs> Marche Rocket. I mean, I had I had what uh, you know the, the more of like a basketball, the track runner, which I was like, I played those sports, but like. If if you had asked me like, hey, what do you do? And I told you a wrestler. He's like, yeah, no, you don't. Like you're, <laughs> which I get. I got the laughs, and I was just like, no, I'm a wrestler. I promise, you know. And they're just like, no way. And then you show them the tape. It's like, oh, okay, but it wasn't as believable. But now that I've actually achieved my goal of you know putting on the size and um, being able to actually fit the mold now. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely exciting for me, but it's, you know, here again in the Midwest, I'm always the biggest, you know, all day. But when I finally get to put boots to asses against another big guy, it's always a fun day too. Was, was that always the goal to become, to, to add size and to, and to become more, I guess, hulking, if you will, or because I, mean, I remember, I mean, uh, in the past, no, I wanted to show, I honestly, when I first started, I wanted to show, I didn't always like the idea that you had to be this big, you know, larger than life kind of guy. Cause I looked around and I said, you know, small guys can do great things too. You don't always have to be like the biggest. Um, yeah. 
And so I, I that when I first started off, like, you know, looking back, I, I think I kind of wanted to prove a point. Like, yeah, I might look like a basketball player, but uh, trust me, I can get in there and I can do just the same amount of stuff that you do, if not better and if not more uh, athletic. Um, but it, but what started to just sort of sink in and change my mind is that when I started to, you know, catch fire and I started have, making waves and, you know, I started having these tryouts and, and of, of these big companies, one of the main things that always circled back was, uh, kids, you got the right stuff. Um, you're, you know, you're on the right path. The only thing that's missing is size and it just always it kind of as, as time went on it kind of just irked me because i was just like man are you telling me that what's going to keep me from really skyrocketing to the top is just my size so i finally just said okay i'm gonna i'm gonna buckle down prioritize you know do what i need to do i'm gonna see uh if i can make this work with this size if i can you know because what I was doing was was great, was was good, but I want to see if I can be greater. So I'm going to I'm going to you know, uh, I'm going to own it, and I'm going to you know bust my ass in the gym, uh, four to five days out the week, and I'm going to see if I can make this work. And honest to God, like man, <laughs> was one of the best decisions I've ever could have like you know hoped to make. Is is the gym addicting? Because I've never been. <laughs> at first you know it's one of those things like you got to do it you got to do something for 30 days before it's no it before it's no longer feels like a chore it's more like a it's a lifestyle you know it's a habit to go to so those first 30 days uh you know just trying to be consistent with my schedule and everything was utter hell but as time went on the gym became such a a, a part of my lifestyle like i you should see me my wife cracks up you know how if i miss the gym i'm like god come on man like hey <laughs> like, i'm going stir crazy the pandemic she was like i can't live with you i can't live with you because i was going stir crazy i was like i have to work out i need to do something i need to feel you know, like I'm progressing. Like I felt like I was like getting smaller. She's like, no, you're not. You're not getting smaller. <laughs> you're still eating damn. <laughs> but, um, but no, like I, I, I love the gym. Um, it's, it's always good to, uh, to have a healthy lifestyle and to, it's the one thing, you know, there's not many things we control in this world. But I feel like going into the gym, that is something that I can 100% control. That's all me. You know, I, if, I, if, if I'm going to get big, if I'm going to get better, then I need to put forth the effort. And so that challenges me to get off my ass, to go and, and, and do that, not wait on anybody else because nobody else is going to do it. That's just going to be me going there one-on-one, -on -one, me versus me. And so the gym puts you in that mindset. Nice, and and it worked out because because you got your 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 shot at uh in in 2016 at Impact, uh, and that's where I I can I can speak for myself. I don't know about Kevin, but that's when I was first introduced to you. Um, how how did that come about for you? I know you did a, a little Shikara, and um, ironically enough, you did Resistance uh, Pro mm -hmm. Wrestling, which was Billy's 
uh, he, that that lasted for a year or two. But how did the impact uh, situation come to be? So uh, Billy, right after Billy kind of left Resistance Pro, and I kind of followed suit afterwards. It wasn't too long before you know he had made the announcement that uh, you know he had always said he had big plans in the works but obviously he wasn't going to reveal it to us i mean you know if because if it fell through like you just you know you didn't want to put that out there but it was later reported when he had purchased like the nwa and you know he was going to start making like moves and you know rebuilding and rebranding the nwa to you know sort of that whole old school meeting new school uh so uh in resistance, like me and uh, Billy became uh, very good friends and we kept in contact all throughout. Uh, at one point, I had a WWE tryout uh, and it was in, uh, it was, I believe it was at the Arnold, Arnold Classic. It was a live tryout. And during this tryout, honestly, I gave it my absolute best. And I thought, coming out of it i was actually going to be signed because everybody who i needed to impress were impressed i mean i was getting the i was getting the thumbs up i was getting the yays i was getting like okay all right here we go here we go this is why we play the game fellas all right so you know i'm just now i'm just you know i'm feeling good about myself and i, I i'm on top of the world and then <laughs> the lo and behold uh a couple of days later, I get that email and it's this, uh, I feel like it's the generic letter that I, everybody probably gets, but it's like, you know, the whole sorry at this time, you know, we're not interested and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, I think I even wound up emailing them back and I said, Hey, you know, I was told, you know, in order to get signed to do X, Y, and Z, put on size, do this, do that. Uh, I did all that, went above and beyond. It's like, what more can I possibly do or possibly get? To which then I they reported to me that, you know, hey, go out there and make a name for yourself first. And, you know, go a couple more places. I'm thinking Japan and like other, other big companies too, uh, so that we can tell you no. So at this point, I'm crushed. Right. I'm just like, man, I I went from being on top of the mountain to just rock bottom. Uh, is that not totally uncommon, though? Like, I feel like I mean, it, 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 it's it probably it, it probably isn't. But for me, like because I had already had two tryouts okay. that uh, before that I thought were good. But looking back then, I, I wasn't ready. I thought I was, but I wasn't ready for those tryouts. This third one that I had gotten with them, I, I mean, I was poised. Promos, um, you know, you they, they couldn't slow me down if they tried, which they did. You know, they try, they, they, they do try to break you and, and test you mentally and physically. And I, that was by far one of my best tryout performances. And to get as many like, all right, this this kid wants it, you know, just showing them that I just didn't want to be here to be here. Like I wanted to be a part of WWE. Uh, and just to get that was just like, it was a crushing blow. I mean, 
I, I, I was probably, that was probably, if I had a low point in my career, I think that would kind of be it was just reading that and just like, oh my gosh. But, you know, as they say, the universe has a plan because right. not soon after that, who reaches out to me but Billy Corgan. And Billy Corgan, uh, at the time, um, when this whole impact thing was was uh, was happening, he had said, hey, uh, I talked to, he, he had talked to some people, he had showed you know, Chikara, he had showed matches in the past and, you know, they were very interested and he was like, would you mind coming in for a tryout? Like, keep in mind, I'm already, my, my head is already like flustered and I'm just like, man, I, you know, uh, I don't know, Billy, like I set up there and like, I, I just had a tryout and I'm kind of like, you know, at that point. And he was just like, Hey, just come down here, show them what I've already seen and you'll be surprised. So I did. I went, you know, I went down there. Uh, I just told myself, I'm just like, I'm just going to throw caution to the wind. You know, what more, what more do I have to lose? I mean, went out there and I essentially did everything, you know, that I considered to be my best. Um, so I, so I get there, do my tryout. Uh, and right afterwards, like, you know, I'm asked to like, hey, when you when you get settled down, come meet me. Uh, and then I walk into like the, the main office and then lo and behold, there's a contract sitting right there. And they were just like, we really, really like what we saw. We think you have the potential to uh, expand your brand, but you just need you know, you can help us expand our brand, but let, you know, let's let's work together. And so I know Billy, uh, Billy's hand in that and just like, hey, you know, he, you know, uh, it was just like, hey, I just want you to see this kid, watch him go. And so Billy just showed me the door and he was like, walk through it. You do you, bro. And so the, as they say, the rest is history. But, you know, Billy has been always, uh, you know, had my back and just he was like, here's the door. I know you can deliver. You just I, you just need somebody just to like. Show 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 you in, and there you go. So let me ask you this because obviously, like AEW has Tony Khan as an owner, non wrestling mm-hmm. non wrestling background fan, has money, comes in, owns you know, arguably one of the biggest companies in the world. Billy Corgan doesn't come from a wrestling background. Big fan has the funds to do something like this. How do you feel? Does does Billy Corgan? I guess the, the the question is, I'm assuming he gets it. Does he no, have yeah. Does he have like the wrestling mind? If it wasn't someone that actually came from the business, uh, you know the, the the funny thing is is that and I didn't know it as uh, before I started to get to know Billy, but Billy Corgan has actually been around wrestling for a really long time, right? Like, I mean, he, like old ECW days, right? like he was like involved in that. And then even from those days, like being around it for so long, I guess he developed, he, uh, I guess to your point, like he didn't come in knowing exactly, you know, I, he had the sort of Tony Khan. He was just like, okay, I got this and, you know, I'm, I'm going to see what I can do with it. But as time uh, went, went on, he, has developed quite the 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 uncanny eye 
for not only talent, but for actually taking talent and pushing them sur- uh, to surpass even their own comfort zones, you know, um, and that's one of the things I admire so much about Billy is that, you know, I like to think of myself as one one particular wrestler, but Billy will look at me and say, no, man, you're you're this you're, you're so much more, you know, and as long as you trust him and trust the process, he'll take you places that you've never even been. And that's I, I got to say, he he's never stirred me wrong. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I think. um as as far as him having a great mind in the business, uh, yeah, he's taken the experiences that he's obtained. And I love that he incorporates his own creativity from like music into it. And, you know, he just lets, you know, the paint hit the canvas and then out comes a masterpiece. He's like, there you go. It's it's funny. 20 years ago, if you're talking about Billy Corgan, you're talking about the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, and here we are now. And he's he's resurrected the NWA and it's super successful and it's funny. Um, you know, I'll be, you'll, I'll be around people and, and the smashing pumpkin song will come on and oh, the smashing pumpkins. They're back. They're touring. They're doing this. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, he owns, he owns the NWA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he resurrected the NWA and it's, it's been super successful. Um, your relationship with Billy, um, it helped with with the NWA relationship, I'm assuming. But now you're you're literally on a rocket. I mean, <laughs> you're you're you you unfortunately came up short against Jack Jack Stain, but I was super excited to see you get that challenge, uh, to get the challenge for the national title. And then the sky's the limit. I mean, you would know better than me because you have much confidence in Austin Idol and and the Black G's. So you clearly <laughs> your wag your your wagon to the right horse. What do you uh, what what are your goals for twenty twenty two in the NWA? We got Always Ready coming up. Um, the tag team mm-hmm. scene is all, you know you got the OGK, you got the Briscoes. You can't forget La Rebellion, Commonwealth Connection. You know you guys had a tough road road in the Crockett Cup, which is why we no one picked you to win. Uh, I know what you. Yeah. I heard you. I got your. I circle back to it. I, I, um, I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. You got. You guys drew. You guys drew a short end of the stick. Uh, I mean, you had a, the strictly business, and then the Commonwealth connection. That ain't no walk in the yeah. park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what what are your goals for twenty twenty two here in the NWA? Um, obviously, my goal is to take Idolmania to the next stratosphere, which you know I know it can be, especially with Clearwater and G's uh, having my back. I know we're the guys to do it. Ultimately the nwa championship you know i want it i've wanted it ever since i i laid eyes on it when you know it was just 10 pounds of gold and it was traveling all over and i was just waiting for that sucker to come to chicago but it never did never came to chicago so told myself well you know what if it's not going to come to chicago i'm going to go to it so it's you know that's the ultimate goal but for right now that national championship eludes me, you know, and Jax Dane is the big guy. Yeah. Came up short on, you know, NWA USA, but what you, you, you don't gain success, just always being successful. You learn from failure. And so I'm going to, I'm right now, I'm taking what I've experienced in that match, what my strengths, what my weaknesses were, and I'm just reevaluating and 
hitting the gym hard. And so when that opportunity comes back up, whether it's Jax Dane or whether it's somebody else, I mean, always ready. It could be Chris Adonis. You know, I've squared up in the match with him. Doesn't matter who has that championship. As long as they have that national championship, I'm going to be gunning for them. And so by the end of 2022, I'm hoping that the next national champion is going to be all day Marche Rocket. I hope it's all day Mar- Marche Rocket, too. You got your sights set on this guy at all or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt Cardona. But, you know, <laughs> again, one, one, one championship at a time. I'm, I'm in no rush. Fair no enough. No rush. I got all day, baby. And I'm in no rush. <laughs> you, you mentioned, you That's mentioned right. a lot the locker room and the atmosphere you ever you're ever in the locker room like lacing up your boots or doing something and you turn around and gags the gimp is just standing there you're like get away from me bro <laughs> you know the funny thing was is that he i that that was something that happened so i was sitting next to clearwater and i think we were getting ready for the uh we were getting ready for the cocky cup and you know how you just feel like somebody's like watching you and i was just like what what is you know, I'm looking around and I double take and I just see him like standing there just like looking. And then he just like looks forward and then just walks away. And <laughs> I turned to Clearwater and he goes, bro, <laughs> like, you know, just I, I some some characters, some people, man, I tell you, you know, just when you think wrestling can't get any stranger. Gags the Gimp shows up. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, Gags the Gimp is not uh not not what I think of when I think of the NWA. Although every time he <laughs> unzips the thing and just sticks his tongue out, I do laugh. Like like, like I just it is, it is a little bit it's disturbingly funny. That's what I can't understand. It's like I'm just like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> that I'm yeah, just look, like, I'm, you know. I'm watching on TV. I don't have to worry about uh, <laughs> as long as he keeps his distance, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'm, we don't need. We don't need to. Be, you know, you stay right over there. Boom. Six feet. On that. Uh, they haven't. They haven't announced anything yet for you at Always Ready. But obviously, Marche Rocket all day. Marche Rocket, always ready. Yeah. So, so is there a chance you'll be in the building? There's always a chance. Now, what? It, now, what I will be doing? I have no idea. But I'm always ready. My man, do you, do, do you if you had a choice, right? Post always ready, Gold Rush against La Rebellion or the Commonwealth Connection for the NWA tag titles? Who would Ooh. do you want your revenge on the Commonwealth Connection for the Crockett Cup? I mean, I wouldn't, I would not mind stepping back in there with Harry Smith and uh, Doug Williams. I mean. Those guys were exceptionally formidable. And I think it would be full circle to come back around and because they took something from us, right? I mean, they took our big moment in the sun, you know, to to walk in and, and possibly win the Crockett Cup. So I think it would be only fitting that, you know, we take something from there if if and if they do win the championships. But La Rebellion, uh, they too have, uh, you know, put a, a a damper on some of my plans as far as like you know me being in the NWA in the past. So um, 
I don't know. That's a tough one. Either either one I could I could deal with. But if we're going based off of current events, I would want Harry Smith and Doug Williams. I like it. I like it. Uh, June eleventh, National Wrestling Alliance, always ready, live on pay per view fight TV. Is there a match on this card you're most excited for as a fan? As a fan, obviously the national championship, but of course we come back to the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Nick Aldis, the national treasure, going one-on-one with Matt Cardona, who has come into the NWA and basically made it all about himself. I mean, you talk about Idolmania having an ego. This guy, (laughs) he's plastered all over always ready, you know, and he is surrounded himself with you know the cardonas his own family and stuff like that but that's neither here nor there but he's the brand I'm, yeah i you know say i like to think idolmania you know go rush we're the brand but you know that's again you know all in due time all <laughs> in due time yeah, so well, to, i can say this for what i've never seen never seen idolmania throw their significant other in in front of a, a spear exactly right you know yeah he i mean and that's that's the dude's wife they just got married i'm like man just and and then yet we get stomped on i'm like what what is happening here you guys are seeing things that never happened yeah it's just woof what a farce it never i know terrible unbelievable uh we marche it's been an absolute pleasure at marche rocket on twitter marche underscore rocket on instagram pro wrestling tees.com backslash marche rocket uh, Tuesday nights, NWA Power, 6.05 on the Fight TV. And then uh, if you're not paying for it, you should because it's the best value. And it's like you pay 50 bucks for a year. You get all the shows. You get NWA USA. You get the pay-per-views, one lump sum. But it's understandable. The show airs uh, a couple days later on YouTube free. And then NWA USA uh, debuts on YouTube every Saturday at noon. Uh, and you can catch Marche there doing his thing. Uh, also, he's out there in the Midwest. I know you do some stuff for uh ctw uh quite mm-hmm. a bit um so if you're not watching the nwa i know we got a couple fans out there in the midwest and i think tonight's can you beat that uh championship uh the champ and the challenger worked a show with you once i think he sent me a message jj rogue and downtown oh, yeah. pd brown <laughs> yeah I'd yeah say. he's a laughing stock i'm with you on that i know <laughs> But he's yeah. he beat Kevin a couple uh, last month, so this is no. I beat myself. <laughs> and, and can you beat that? Is like a is a trivia game that we try to play. So I'm usually pretty good, but I was not that day. That's okay. You can't win them all, right? It's a great point. I said you can't win them all, Marche, Anything you want to leave the fans with before we let you uh, get back to uh, uh, husband and daddy duty. Oh, nope. Just tune in to NWA Power every week. You're not going to want to miss it. And of course, make sure that you buy those tickets, order that pay-per-view because Always Ready is going to be a fantastic pay-per-view. You're not going to want to miss one ounce of traditional hard-hitting wrestling that only the NWA can bring. We are excited for it. June 11th can't come uh, fast enough. We wish you all the best of luck in your future success. And we'd love to have you back on uh maybe uh you know maybe you have some gold with you I, i'd be oh awesome. yeah yeah i mean hey who knows uh, the national treasure could be sitting right here we can be having an even bigger <laughs> conversation about that i'm i hey I, I i'm always ready 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Do we? Have, can you just ask Austin Idol to stop the bickering with with Velvet on the commentary? She starts with him. It's like, for every point. time. I'm just like, I mean, come on. I the Velvet's a sweet girl, but I mean, you know, Austin, I, I, I he's got to defend himself, right? Just don't you go know? out there, man. He should be and in the back, did. like prep again. You guys ready? He 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 knows that we got our stuff ready. He's been saying he needs to. The whole world needs to know how great Gold Rush is. And you know we could go out there. We could tell you, but it's better if he tells you. Yeah, he doesn't have to. But he can't because Velvet's oh, yelling at him. They're yelling at each other. Poor Joe Galley sitting in the middle, like a child a, listening to his parents fight. Well, that's just great TV right there. I mean, but but who are you talking about? You're talking about Gold Rush and Idol Mania, aren't you? That's right. Then it's working. Then it's working. A sandwich or something instead of going bothered to don't don't get involved with her. Let her do. But he's right though. We're talking about it. Yeah, we're we're talking about it. So I mean, he's doing something right. If you get the one thing I've learned about Austin Idol, if you get him so worked up, then you 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 know he's not going to stop. He's got a point. He's got a point to prove. He's going to prove it. Just let him prove it. Just to yeah. say yes, yes, Austin Idol, you were absolutely one hundred percent correct. Gold Rush is the top team in the NWA. Nobody can beat them. Nobody can top them. And just accept it, and we can all move on. That's what you say to him. Yeah, I, like see, it. I, I hope he brings you to the winner's purse. I really do. Oh, do, do, do time, do time, do time. What's, what's it? What's his cut? Because maybe I could get like less of a cut, and I get the millionaire Matt in the house. Well, now see, you got to talk to Black G's because he deals with all the financial stuff. That's you right. know, it just you know. I don't think I just I just you know they just say hey, we need you to report. Yeah, nice. I tweeted, I tweeted something disparaging about Black G's and and Jordan Clearwater. No. Like, what you guys are cheaters! Come on, man, you cheat. We don't cheat. I when do we when do we cheat? Oh boy, when do we cheat? A lot of shenanigans. Four on one, four people at ringside. Come on. But to support, so it's cheating to support your but, friend. Yeah, but you guys, it's never cheating support. to support the champ. You guys this are guy. cherry picking, you're grabbing ankles. I see it. No, we're not. We're, I'm, you know, Clearwater was dusting off the ring. I was checking <laughs> the ropes. That's what Jeez. I saw. G saw a piece of gum. Who else reaches down and touches another soul man's gum? Yeah. And yeah. G was being courteous to get the gum off because right. the NWA doesn't want to look gummy or and, you know no, have no, trash no, no, in the no. ring. No. We're not about that. That's right. We were really helping clean up. Could really ruin a wrestling Kevin, game. Kevin, Kevin, you got to pick a side. You're either Matt Cardona or you're Marche Rocket. You They're not in a feud back. right now. When they fight, yep. I got my side already ready. Uh, I'm always but- ready. No offense, but it's not not taken. I'm not taken, and that'll be proven later on. I mean, you know, yeah. everybody's got an opinion. All right, so I'm I'm on I'm on Team Rocket until he meets you know my family. There, so, there, there you go. Family. There you go. Dear good there you close go. Personal friends. There you go. And I and you know what? I cannot fault you about that. But I, you know, I cannot. Cannot change, you know, you right now, but when you see me live and when you see Marche Rocket across the ring from Matt Cardona and you see, wow, that Marche Rocket, and, you know, you're going to have to come. It always happens, but, it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it always happens. They eventually come over to the to the right side. It takes a little while, but we get there, Daddy. We get there. I'm a fa- Listen, I'm a fan, uh, but, you know, Cardona, like I said, broski. That, I, I know, I know. See, see, never, never, 
Well, Matt, yeah, disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm on Nick Aldis' team. I'm on Marche Rock's team, Austin Idol's team. Anyone that wants to put the boots to Cardona, let's do it. VSK, he needs to he needs to go to Austin Ma- Idol Mania. Go to take Ooh. VSK, get him out of that dysfunctional family. Oh, great oh family. you know, great that family. would be a, that would be an actual that would be a nice little fit, but you know, He's hey, got talent. He's got we're kind of fool at this. We're kind of fool at the at, at the brim right now. So I think we're we're sitting pretty. Isn't it strength but, in numbers? Uh, yeah, yeah. But remember, it's all about chemistry, and you know you got to have that chemistry. We don't want we don't need any cheaters coming in here because we're not about that life. That's right. So. Great point. Nice. We're yeah. We're we're stand up. We're stand up gentlemen. So. Oh, all right. I agree. I dig that. Well, this, <laughs> I think we had chemistry here. I think this was a lot of fun, Marche. Anytime you want to come back on, we'd love to uh, love to, to chop it up with you. I think we just scratched the surface. I'm sure there's so much more we can talk about. Oh, yeah. 2022 is still young, man. Well, we nice. look forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you again for taking the time at Marche Rocket on Twitter. Marche underscore Rocket on Instagram. ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Marche Rocket on the NWA. Do not miss it because uh, I think 2022 is going to be the year of the Rocket. Absolutely. Take care, fellas. Thank you, Marche. Have a great night, man. You too. Great guy. Marche, that was so fun. Dude, it was awesome. I mean, I don't like how he kind of slandered my boy, but other than that. He's the Kevin. Here's what you have to accept now. What's that? When we get these NWA, he's the champ, bro. He's got a target on his back. These people are going to go. They're going to slander him. That's true. Well, it's not slander, I guess, if if it's true in his, his eyes, I guess. You have to prove that it's what he's saying is not true for it to be slander. That's right. I took law classes, people. I know what I'm talking about over here. I'm always ready. I am fluent in bird law. Bird law. Tell you all you need to know about bird law. What is bird law? We don't have enough time on the podcast to talk about bird law. Is bird law like a Lou, uh, like a low life Louie Tony thing? Or no, 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 no. Okay. Definitely not. Definitely it's not. like hunt the act of hunting birds. No, just bird law, Kevin. Laws of the birds. So you're familiar with the bird ways law. Again, of the birds. We don't have enough time to go over bird law. It would take up the rest of the podcast. That's fun. This is great, Matt. I'm look. I'm looking at the 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 upcoming guests. So June 11th is always ready. June 12th is my birthday, and then June 13th we have. Luke freaking Hawks and uh, and Ryan Davidson on the show. That's Ryan Davidson and Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch. Luke, Luke Hawks. Hawks is a six. Yes. All right. Yeah. Dude, the quicker I can talk to Luke Hawks, the better. But Trevor yeah. Murdoch, man, that's dope. Former NWA world champion, Jay Spade, uh, Matt Lancey. And then I have to add uh, on the 27th, Bryce Donovan from the uh, Shook crew. That's right. Bryce Donovan, new creator pro world heavyweight champion. Oh shit, that's awesome! Yeah, so I got to add that. So I apologize. No, it's all good. Uh, uh, I don't. I have not press. heard uh, anything from Tony. Well, he hates guests, and I'm assuming yeah, he hates he's us. Also, too. got it. He's the he's the can you beat that guy? So like, well, that's eight thirty. You said correct. Yeah, but it's eight o'clock now, and still no sign of Tony. That's right, I and mean, we have to do a little. Uh... Break ski, right? Yeah, we're gonna do that little break ski right now, Kevin. I'm not playing commercials. I'm not going deep into the Shining Wizards Network, uh, but I'm gonna tell you right now, all of your uh, favorite podcasts can be found over the Shining Wizards Network, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, home to a variety of great shows. Uh, Radioactive Metals over there if you're into heavy metal. Uh, Wrestling Night in Canada, 
Turnbuckle Throwbacks have been with us since day one. Same with the Midnight Jury. Both great shows. Please check them out. Uh, the Inconclusive Breakdown podcast is also available over at the Shining Wizards Network. Uh, the Ringside Rant, RJ is doing great things over there, so check him out. He's doing a little chronological Attitude Era style uh, WWF content over there. And then the Brocast, they're from Australia. I don't think I forgot anybody on the Shining Wizards Network. Um but check it out, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, home to a variety of great shows. Uh, we also have a Patreon. And if you want to support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, you enjoy what you're watching, you enjoy what you're listening to, head over to our Patreon right now, patreon.com uh, forward slash wizards podcast for as little as one dollar a month yes one 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 dollar a month you can support the shining wizards wrestling podcast three dollars a month gets you the bonus episodes five dollars a month will plug your social media website your business whatever you like um ten dollars a month uh and above we're working on some new stuff uh we're getting rid of the boxes of wizardry we're going to do a monthly box of wizardry giveaway that everyone who's a patreon is eligible for uh so if you're signed up at 10 bucks and above uh you're gonna get monster boxes in july when this expires so uh hummer uh william mercier uh, bergman mott spock brendan david henry bauer schlong uh maddie garifo danny russ mike peterson kate You'll all get monster boxes in July. I'm going to do one last trip to the post office, and I'm going to make sure that these Patreon boxes are loaded up for you. But at this time, we're going to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Homer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Mini Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Wizards, that was sounded weird. Uh, Danny Rusinello at not Danny Russ. Uh, Anthony Rusinello from the Mark Order podcast. Sean Toe and Sean Calejo. Kate the Great Hensler over at, at Miss Kate Fabe. Uh, she's doing the Mark Order podcast. Sour Graps, the SmackDown Fightful uh, Rampage post show. Uh, Macarifo, no relationship to the K. J. G. Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf. Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinks War of the Shining Wishes Wrestling Podcast. Jay Cop, big copper pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Thomas Costa, Mott Spock over at, at High Five Tom on the Twitter machine. The Marking Out Ring of Honor Revelry podcast. Plus, he just did something with Kevin last week, so check that out. Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, Braden Bergen, the LeBron James Mattel Leap figure collecting at BergXER0 on the Twitter machine. Brendan Haney, Kerry Cowling at the Kerry Crush. Ryan Schlong rocking the Mark Order podcast at Mark Order Pod. Asian Joe. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at Harvestman Records 856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson. Rob Humphrey. I Dunk Biscuits. The Daily Smark at The Daily Smark on the Twitter machine. www.thedailysmark.com. The Daily Smark helps you find the latest wrestling news. The Daily Smark helps you find the latest wrestling news along with up to the minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Dailysmark.com. Roll. And last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier. Junior, is it gonna be in William Mercier's hands? You know what I mean, Kevin. I know what you mean. Oh, look who's here. <laughs>
This fucking guy. <laughs> okay, so Tony, what were you available to jump in anytime? Uh only like the last five minutes of the interview. So okay. not really. Okay, we were we were wondering, we were curious. We we were speculating earlier in the show. No, and I and up. I saw I saw that you guys were trying to wrap up. So like, what was the point? And then extended for like another twenty minutes or whatever. So being a professional, I was like, you know what? I'm late to the party. Let's let the party end. I'm here now, to clean up. If it had been like ten minutes earlier, would you have jumped in? Probably, probably. All right, I believe that, Matt. It was a great talk, and uh, I definitely suggest you check it out. Awesome dude. Uh, oh, I will. Marche's awesome. Tony, you know you missed the top five guest. I, Kev, every guest I miss is every guest I miss is a top five guest. Well, because they all are. Well, because you guys are so great at making them top five guests. I mean, I can't leave it all up to the person that's joining you guys. Yeah, I hate guests. It's not going to become a thing. I wish it would really stop because it is a thing. Not, no, it's, it's not. It's not a thing. All right. Well, Tony, we uh, yeah, we found a couple. I don't know if you listened at all. Just like the last couple minutes, but I was trying to set up and get okay, everything before, else. Because I, I want to talk Sasha and Naomi. I want to talk about this disaster. Kevin informed. He, he, he let us know earlier. Yeah. He has now become accustomed to sitting while he pees. That's right. Thoughts. Like hundred percent. No, 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 no. Okay, so what's what's the scenario? The ratio is probably like I'd say would be like the same as like whether or not you join us for a guest. Uh, wow, in the really? Of the show. Off. <laughs> you know what? You're a girl for sitting while you're pissed. 50, I like Fifty-five, forty-five. I would say. Yeah. So. Wait, it's just, this... it's just easier, man. It's worth, like why? Like, like there's a, a a great quote that says why, and it was in Seinfeld. Why stand when you can sit? I will sit if it's the middle of the night and I don't feel like turning the lights on, because then I don't have to worry about aiming. Dude, I feel like you would fall right on your ass. <laughs> what for sitting in, in the dark? Yeah, dude, you reach back, you feel, you make sure the seat's down first, though. So you're touching the toilet seat to sit down. In my house? Yeah. What do you think? I'm doing this in public, shutting the lights off and fucking I have no idea. A squat? I have no idea, Tony. Do you anything's possible? No, so I will sit if it's in the middle of the night and I don't feel like turning lights on to get myself out of that. Because if I start waking up, it gets harder to go back to sleep. That's right. So if I zombify my piss experience, and dude, there's times where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll have to piss really bad and I'll just go back to sleep and I say, fuck it, I could piss at seven in the morning. Whoa. It's, it's tough. Dude, it's a hard decision to make because like you're in like La La Land. You're like, if I start getting up and yeah. moving around, I might not get back to sleep. It's just um, enough. Yeah, it's a little, it can get uncomfortable sometimes, like I said earlier, but like it, it, I'm, I'm almost like, yeah, like I guess like six times out of 10, I'm sitting down. Wow. All yeah. right. All right, so let's do some wrestling talk. Tony, uh, how are you? I'm doing great. I uh, took my son to take his uh, tests this afternoon, which is why I was late. Uh, the wife and I had some time to kill while he was taking his test. So we hit, and Ryan's going to hate me when he fucking hears this. We went to White Manor to have dinner tonight. Nice. Yeah, it was good times. Had a couple cheeseburgers, order of fries. I uh, went to leave the guy a tip. And I didn't realize the blue cup in front of me was his water and not the tip jar. 
<laughs> you blind shithead. No, it wasn't. I was blind, dude. The cup was there the entire time, and nobody touched it. So I assumed it was a small little tip cup. So Did it I... say tip on it? No, they have big red cans that say tips. <laughs> they were, but that can was at the front of the counter where it always is. I thought they had a little, a little, a little one on the side. Let me ask you this. Because as a guy who's been working in the bar business forever and worked on tips for a long time, if you go to a place, like I go to the, the bakery to get a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and if there's no tip jar, do you still like put a dollar or two dollars on the counter for them? Not, not at a coffee place. If I'm at a bar, I always slide. Yes, of course. Too. But if it's a coffee place and there's no tip jar, I won't. But if there is, I will always if put If there is, in 100%. Yeah. But I, I also feel like it's very weird if there's no tip jar to just like be like, okay, here you go. No, I don't. I don't. Maybe, all right, maybe the occasional keep it. Yeah. yeah. But even that sounds like condescending. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But no, if there's a tip jar, I will definitely throw oh, in whatever 100%. change I get back. Or even if it's even if like sometimes the lady will charge me two bucks instead of like, you know, piling on the tax or whatever. So then I'll just throw another dollar in. Yeah. So whatever. All right, so you're good. You're good. Then is what you're telling us. Cool as a cucumber. I don't know. I love it. All right. So big yeah. news of the week. As we were winding down last week uh, and processing the show and everyone was kind of going to bed. Um News broke that Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, decided they were taking the ball and they were going home. Not the first time this happened. We saw Steve Austin do it. Yeah. I'm sure there's other people that have done it. Like Sasha. But then things got real. Fuck it. Dude, this is this whole thing is weird. I'm just so tired of hearing about it. But okay, but we have a chance to talk about it. Here. No, understood. Okay. And this so is what people are tuning it, in sure. for. They want to they hear us talk about this. Somewhere towards the end of Raw, the WWE released a statement. And the statement read, and I'm sure people have heard this at nauseum, but we got to give context. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. <coughs> During the broadcast, they walked into head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis' office, with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as tag team champions. And even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed uh, they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they had matches with these individuals in the past. Oh, God damn it. Nelly. Nelly! Uh, with no consequences. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. <laughs> This fucking cat. Really? Today it's this fucking cat. Oh, now Matt's kicking his cat. Live on no, the- she knocked the blanket off my chair. She fucking look at my chair. She ruined my chair. Oh God. Why does your chair green on top? What is that? My wife taped it up for me. Taped it. Oh, did you wreck your chair? Is your chair broken? I told you the cat did it. Hashtag Matt needs a chair. It looks Please like support. the it looks like the athletic tape that wrestlers wear on like their shoulders, like when please. they wrestle, and no one really knows why they do it. Please, please support Matt in his time of need. Uh, there yeah, is no GoFundMe. Go yeah, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe. Are you gonna start for, one for Matt's chair? That's right. No Hash. GoFundMe. It's unnecessary. So then the story comes out that they took issue with some of the plant creatives because they felt like, in a, in a nutshell. 
they wanted them to the tag team champions Naomi and Sasha apparently to 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 face each other. Yeah, in like the six pack challenge or whatever it was, like Naomi another was, fucking multi man garbage match. Naomi Ugh. was supposed to win apparently, and I wasn't sure if she was supposed to actually beat Sasha, but they're both they were both supposed to be in that match. And then right. apparently, yeah. Future Creative was like them losing to people on SmackDown, like Ronda or Charlotte or something like that. Yeah. So so yeah so kevin had pretty much hit it right on the right on the head there they wanted naomi to win and go and challenge like ronda and then they wanted sasha to go and challenge other way or reverse it flip it and reverse it no i think it was naomi and bianca and then uh sasha was gonna get rousey okay bianca's the champ right huh bianca's the champ right bianca and ronda they're the two women's champs so. so okay so that's like well, why make them the fucking women's tag team champions then, right? And then more stuff comes out where they were floated this idea like, we're going to put the tag titles on you. We want to give you the spot at WrestleMania. We want to make the tag titles mean something, right? These are reports. Yes, the other report, though, was that Sasha was supposed to originally get Charlotte, but then when Ronda Rousey came back into the picture, of course, Ronda got the spot. And then the tag belts were kind of like a concession, like, well, then let's do something with the tag belts with you guys. But here's the, here's the, all right. So I have like two schools of thoughts when it comes to the actual tag belts. If the concession is something that clearly works and Sasha and Naomi worked, that entrance was fire at, at mania. So that works. And, but then at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, let's not overstate like how like, rich of a legacy the WWE women's tag team championships have. Like, if you want to feel dis- disrespected as a performer, that's fine. You have every right to feel that way. But because you're the WWE women's tag team champion, a belt that has literally no history, then, like, if that's the hill you're going to die on, that's rough. But if you want, if you feel like you deserve more and Naomi deserve Sasha and Naomi both deserve more, no problem there. But don't put it on the back of the, the tag team championships that have been around for what five years, if that. I don't even no, think but I think I think I'm sorry to cut you off, Tony. I think that it's if the year if they go, to, and again we have what's being reported, we have the truth, and then uh, yeah. uh, what's being reported and what they say, and then somewhere in the middle is the truth, and it'll probably be years before we figure find out the truth. But if what the reporting is saying and and they go to them and they go we want to elevate the tag titles we want to give them to you we want to put you in a program we want to highlight you at wrestlemania Uh, and then to get to this point where they want them to essentially go into the six-pack challenge and both splinter off and wrestle and lose to the champions well why make them tag champions in the first place right that's that's a that's a a booking crutch that wwe and wrestling has used forever but it's still. Why would you use Sasha and Naomi as a tag team if you're not gonna, you know, like elevate the whole division? I mean, I can't speak to how they've been used on a weekly basis. I honestly don't know. But having a, one half of the tag team champions fight a singles champion or fight uh, losing a singles match has been a crutch forever. But here's the only thing that's different this time. There's no way that it would lead to something else with this in this scenario. Like there's no feud to be had for the tag team championships after losing to unless they do like the dude love Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin. We're gonna have all the belts 
type dealy. So the, the the only the only beef I think they really have in terms of losing to the singles champions is that there's no tag team payoff. So who right. cares? How many fucking times do you think the tag team belts, the women's tag team belts, need to defend be defended on pay per view? There's I too many championships to go. No, well, well no, maybe, every maybe, match maybe on every pay per view well, will be maybe that's the beef. And if that's the beef, they have a legit gripe about it. If if like what Matt said is reporting is true. If they wanted to elevate the championships, which heck, championships should be elevated to the highest level because they are world champions. Here, so, but here's the thing: they're they're not in a tag team match. They're being offered right, and that's shot. the problem. And no, it's not a problem. They're both former women's champions. They're being offered chances to challenge for the women's championships. Right. They just happen to be the tag team champions. I don't really see a problem with it. And what's going to happen? You think they're going to win? What if they don't win? Dude, it's fucking Bianca Belair and Ronda Rousey. Honestly, is there shame losing to either one of those two? Bianca Belair was supposed to be made a year ago. She's finally been made again. She's got the rocket strapped to her. And fucking Ronda Rousey's the golden goose right now. She's the fucking female Brock Lesnar. So is losing to these two, even if you are the tag team champions at the end of the day, does that hurt you at all as the tag champs? No, you're in a different situation. You're, you're, da- you're, down, you're downplaying the tag team champ. Look, I you go to two of your biggest single stars, right? There's no doubt that Sasha Banks is one of the biggest women single stars in WWE. 100%. Yeah. And Naomi is right there. She's the next tier, right? When you get past those four, Becky and Bailey, like she's there. She's fucking She, she might be in there too because her, she, she gets one of the loudest reactions you'll ever get when she comes out to the ring. You and it's not even the reaction. She, she's actually very talented. She, of course. She finally got her shine, you know? You go to them and you say, hey, we want you to, to not, we're going to take you out of these singles pushes and we're going to put you, we're going to smush you together in a tag team because we need help in our tag team division. Ah, uh, see, yeah, that's, that's where, what they did. Yeah, but no, no, no. But you see, that's where I disagree because the, the scuttlebutt was that Sasha Banks was not happy that she was taken out of her, a WrestleMania title match. And this was kind of like, well, you know, like we'll, we'll give you something else. I think this might've been like a, like a second prize kind of medal. It's like, Hey, you know, like we may not have a world title shot for you, but we're going to make you guys happy. We'll put you together. We'll see what happens. That's what I think happened. All right, there. So here, here's what I think is what the root of, again, like I think like I know anything. You but do. Like, You're smart, dude. Don't fucking doubt yourself. But this is good. When, when the, when the NX, when the women's tag team championships came into existence, that was a major deal. So if it kind of felt like it was being brought back down to a pedestrian level, then I could see them wanting to say, hey, let's make these mean something again. Let's make this happen. And so so they put together, make the best of, of maybe not their ideal scenarios. Like they both want to be singles, maybe. Again, just speculating. But now the fact that they are together, these championships were such a huge deal not too long ago. And I couldn't even tell you who the, the last, what, like Nikki, Ash, and uh, Alexa, right? Alexa Bliss were, they're like the last. And that's a problem. If you're going to have these championships and do absolutely nothing with them, especially one that's never been seen since the 80s in WWE. Let me, let me ask you this then. Who who out there, aside from Sasha and Naomi, are at that level where they could challenge for these belts? Uh, that's a great question, and I was thinking about that. See, but Why that's not? the other problem. Alexa like, Bliss. Well, Lacey Evans. 
Yeah, but but they're not teamed up. Like, there's nothing going on right oh, now. Oh, no. I'm going to say, but why couldn't you feed – why couldn't you have Ronda creatively match up with somebody else? Or why couldn't you have Bianca creatively match up with somebody else? Who? Why does it have to be the tag team champions? Right, who else? Like I said, Lacey Evans. Um, Lacey Evans hasn't come back yet, though. She's only been doing vignettes. Right, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. I mean, you have to rush to get it in. When's the next pay-per-view? She's been on TV for the last six weeks. Yeah, going like, I hate my dad, and I'm back, and I'm in the army now, which I fucking, you know what? True story or not. What are you, Pauly Shore? No, fucking go back to being the fucking... Like, I fucking love that gimmick. I don't like the way this is going. Yeah, dude. I thought I was the only one that did. High-waisted trunks with the, you nasty, you nasty. Fucking A, man. But she's not ready yet. She's been only hyped up for six weeks. She hasn't all right. said fuck all about her getting in the ring yet. Yeah, I mean, and from what I understand, I don't know how true it is. They were putting all this shit on SmackDown, and now all of a sudden she's on Raw. So it's and like it's going to be a bad, uh, be a heel. Yeah, so it's like a Veer Mahan situation. Like, how long until we actually see her back in a ring, you know? Well, again, I'm not arguing that you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, this, Even Alexa if, Bliss hasn't really been rehabbed. I mean, Rhea Ripley's the only possible one, but now she's sucked in to this whole thing with Edge, so we got to let that play out a little bit. Right. I, again, I'm not arguing with you in terms of like if I if I was or if I was like Sasha and Naomi's lawyer, this is the case that I would present to somebody as to like why are you going to make us do this instead of having us actually defend our belts don't forget you can go to nxt and do it too see and i think the well, wwe NXT's got well nxt's got women's titles too like i think that's nxt titles. created they should have done women's wrestling on nxt tag team wrestling set people like ember moons i would have much rather seen the tag team of ember moon and shotzi blackheart not wrestle for women's tag team titles in nxt and go up to the to the main roster as yeah. a tag team. Yeah, you know what? That's yeah. right. I forgot NXT has their own championships as well. Right, because so now NXT that. has all these. They have again. You have which they didn't. Oh, sorry, uh, to Kevin's right. point though, when these women's tag belts were created, they, they were supposed to be all three brands, and yes. then all of a sudden NXT was like, "Hey, we want our own belts." Yeah, they did the Dusty Classic for the women, and then they decided to give. And I think that's a mistake because you have toxic attraction, and then what? You're just mishmashing girls together again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like pajama pants. Yes, and I know Can You Beat That Challenge is happening soon, so I just want to cover a couple more weird things. So so then they announce on SmackDown that they have been suspended indefinitely, right? And there's a clip of Pat McAfee like, like what? Dude, I watched this live. Yeah, and he said today on his radio show, like, he knew nothing of this until Mike. it came out of Michael Cole's mouth, which is that, why he was surprised. It, that's that's either Vince in Michael Cole's ear live, or that's Vince telling Michael Cole we got to do this during this segment. And, and then Michael Cole said that Naomi and Sasha let us down by walking out on Raw. And that's when McAfee had the most visceral of reactions, like or like the most confused, like, what? Nope, they didn't let me down. It's, look, it's... Here, here's is, the thing. This is weird. Here's the thing. Like, Sasha has done this before. So, what they're doing, and this might be Nick Khan being involved too. When did Sasha do this the first time? With Bailey. Didn't they have some shit where they walked out, like, like, fucking, like, a year or two ago? I don't recall that at all. We'd have to to look that up. But anyway, 
they're setting this up so there's this way if there's any kind of lawsuits contract issues whatnot they got their bases covered she was an employee she violated the contract she went against what what the employers wanted her to do like this is a whole fucking like employment kind of like discrimination kind of like but the last time she left it was under different different circumstances what was it bring it up you got you got anything there mentally she was not she was not in a good place last time she left and that's why she that's right okay so maybe maybe this time they're not leaving any stones unturned maybe they're just covering their bases from a legal standpoint look they fucking had the rock come out and cut a promo for like five minutes shitting all over stone cold and fucking going home so this is not like anything new you know but honestly no but it's so weird but here's the thing other than the whole this is more to me and i I think i i put this out like this to me this is more than just he took his ball and went home they made official statements they announced suspensions they like this is more than just a storyline sort of deal like it's not like austin like well, and, and and we can't and no offense to sasha and naomi they're great they're the best sasha is on another level but you well, can't I'm, compare the two like has there been a precedent sent other than stone cold steve austin like did anyone else do this did jericho do this did the rock do this did goldberg do this here's what i think though now right she wants to walk out and she wants out of her contract there's another there's a place for her to go now yeah, well, this is the like other when thing Austin too. left. Like they weren't worried about Austin showing up at fucking TNA Impact, right? So well, then again, just... I think I think deep down they knew Austin wouldn't go anywhere either. You know what I'm saying? Right. And again, this is like you're gonna do. You're gonna hang on to the business. Isn't like that anymore. You're gonna hang on to Stone Cold Steve Austin as long. Like you're not gonna just let him go. You're gonna if he wants more money, if he wants this and that, you're gonna bend over backwards for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I don't but think it... I don't think wrestling's in that place anymore. Where you could bend, well, we've seen it with all the releases. You're not going to bend over backwards to make, to keep a Sasha Banks or to keep, maybe, maybe Rhonda would be the only one that you would or a Brock. But like, then again, I mean, I don't think you will. Austin walked out because he didn't want to lose in a meaningless match to Brock Lesnar. You're talking about a woman who was given an opportunity at a world championship here. I think it's a little bit different situation. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's, that's a little, you know, well, and the other thing That's... is, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some big shade, and maybe some people won't like it. You cannot compare Sasha Banks to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm sorry, you can't. Just, you yeah, just, just can't. Said that. Yeah. and I know how much higher up on the ladder Sasha Banks is compared to a lot of the women in the history of wrestling. But she ain't no fucking Stone Cold, and when it right. comes down to it, Stone you know, Cold it's did... happens on on that level. Stone Cold did this twice. Remember when he was supposed to fight? He was supposed to come back out of retirement, and they put him with Jonathan Coachman. And then ended up being like Batista versus Jonathan Coachman, Goldust, yep. and Vader. That ain't working for me, brother. Yeah, like, which, I, again, I get it. So, like, it's the same thing. I get the frustrations. And it's probably more than what we even know, because we literally know next to nothing. So there's probably some things that have been boiling up in Sasha and maybe even Naomi for a long time. And the only other thing I could say, and we could put a cap on this, you've got Nick Khan in there. You don't know what the situation is going to be with the WWE. Maybe a year or two down the road, there's always been rumors about a sale. You got stockholders like looking at this thing, what the value of the company is worth now compared to what it was 20 years ago. So now you've got that more of a legal obligation to try to keep things in check. Oh, somebody's pissed off at you. Somebody went home because they were upset. You got to have your fucking bases covered. And that's the only reason why I could see them shitting all over the place on Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah. And now other than, you know, 
Fit Finley, the biggest women's division and uh, supporter, was Stephanie, and now she's gone. Well, she's so, she's mostly gone. Yeah. She's like, you know, whatever. We'll get into that later. That's we right. Got, we got other stuff to get into. I'm here. excited for this. Right. I can't wait to sit Tell back us. and just watch this. Do we want to bring in the champion or the challenger first? Just bring them in. Let's just... You want both of them. You want complete chaos from go. No, Fuck yeah, to... dude. This is the Shining Wizards. This is what we do. All right. Holy shit. Downtown Petey Brown's a real person. I am. <laughs> Lo and behold, live in the flesh. Good golly, good golly. Petey, welcome to the show as, as a first timer. A pleasure to have you, sir. Pleasure being here. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And I just want to let you know, dis despite Matt's scummy kind of end around from the championship committee, you were approved and you are a welcome guest here tonight. There's so. no fucking, don't start with this fucking bullshit champion. Champion, Kevin Rogue, did you have any communication with the championship committee? Uh, if you're asking me, was I part of the committee? I was not. No, I want to know if you had any ch any communication. As the champion, does the championship committee, do they reach out to the champion? Do you have any say in this? Boy, that's that's a great question. Uh, I See, wish I wish I could answer that. All I'm going to say is I'm here to make the championship committee proud. And ultimately, like I've said. There's no direct communication to the championship committee. Everything that happens has to go through me, and I have to be the one to present it. This is how they're comfortable, and this is how they do their business. I, you know, for a fact, know that neither one of these men went through you. No, no. you're right. You're right. Look, when the championship committee was being formed, we kind of let a little leeway go, and we got a good word. So that's not exactly true, because I did put in a good word for Kevin Rogue. Now, when all of a sudden you say downtown Petey Brown's coming in, I'm like, look, nice fella, but we got to do some protocol things here. And there were a few people on the committee that were like, you know, if we don't have rules, you know, like, what's the point of having a committee? And the other guys were like, yes, you're right, but we vetted Petey Brown. He's of good stock. He'll make a worthy opponent for Kevin Rogue. So let's bring him in. So this is where we are. Ooh, yeah, let's get it. <laughs> Taking you I down, like it. son. You're going like down. It. That's that's interesting, Petey. It's just nice that you you uh you know you're here for this fight. <laughs> Ooh, I like Did you it. fall from a tree this week or something like that? I'm pretty. How many months is it that you've been ducking me in Stonehenge now? <laughs> yeah, right. Matt, can you get work out? You just hurt yourself, Doug. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Matt, can you give us a little background on our challenger tonight? It's downtown PD Brown. Be sure to follow him on social media at downtown P P T, not PD. The letter P, the letter T, Brown on Twitter and Instagram and the YouTube channel, youtube.com uh, backslash PD Party. Uh, he is the challenger tonight. Uh, he's an independent pro wrestler out there. Uh, and I guess he is involved in a bitter feud with uh, Kevin Rogan Sledgehammer or whoever the fuck Stonehenge. 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 <laughs> Sludge, sledgehammer. Look, you want me to remember names? This is not the, the place. I'm not the guy for that. I'm not the guy. <laughs> now, what's a uh, champ? Yes. What's the count at? How many days have you been? Today is day 28. Wow, it's been exactly four weeks. And I've uh, I've been restoring a little little class, a little prestige to the yeah. title. Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. Well, it's sour, sour grapes from the, the former champion. Is that what I'm hearing? That's right. 
Kevin, let me ask you this. Uh, you've had experience taking on Kevin Rogue. Uh, Petey Brown seems to be a worthy uh, opponent. Uh, what, what, what's your feeling for this matchup? Ooh, you're asking me for my tail of the tape? Like, what am I thinking? Yeah. All right, so I've only – I have obviously have no uh, trivia or can you be that experience with, with – uh, I like to call him Petey from the streety. Um, <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Uh, but I do know Kevin Rogue, very, very worthy competitor. Not as handsome as me, but he's close. Um, Why do they call me better looking Kevin then? No one calls you that but yourself. <laughs> oh, I, I hear it all the time. I hear it on the streets. I heard the this morning at the gas station. Oh, better looking. <laughs> Kevin, you should have a better self esteem about yourself. You look a lot better than that guy. That's yeah. goddamn well, nice. Hey, you know, Petey, usually we don't see eye to eye, but you're right. Wait, who's he talking to? I'm talking about not you, Rogue. I'm talking about other Kevin. That's right. This guy. Wow, well, your other Kevin. <laughs> other Kevin. All right. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a compliment, he's, he's a regular Bradley Cooper. Or compares you. That's right. You're right. He's a regular other Kevin. Listen, if it's, if it comes at the expense of a compliment, I'll be other Kevin. I don't care. Holy I'm good to shit. go, baby. Other but uh, so here's here's my thing with with Kevin Rogue here. Great guy, funny guy, got a great little figure collection behind him. Yeah, that's a, that's. Uh, I'll agree that. Incredible stuff. Yeah. But he never beat me. I beat myself. Oh, here we go. Kevin beat Kevin. That's right. In more than one, one way, I guess. Let's not, let's not make that a, a, a quote. <laughs> uh, but so if I had, but I, you have to go with the devil you know against, I guess, for lack of a better term. I'm not saying you're a devil, but you, you go with the devil you know than the devil you don't know. I think he just called you a devil. I gotta go. I gotta go with the person I. I oh no! You know what? Screw that. Who? Screw cl cliches. Downtown Petey Brown, Petey from the Streety. Let's I'm do it, you, baby. Let's go. Let's oh, take no. this championship belt, which you'll eventually lose to me. But go ahead. Hey, as long Matt, as I get from Kevin, I'm down. Uh, Matt, your take. Uh, I rem oh, you brought me back in. I was just. Yeah. I wanted to give FaceTime to the 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 participants. First of all. This is a first-time uh, occurrence on the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. The Shining Wizard Championship being defended by the champion Kevin Rogue against downtown Petey Brown. Uh, we are really in some uncharted waters here. The, right. the, we had, there's a potential for the championship to leave the Shining Wizards camp, and, and Kevin Rogue is, is a new ally. And he's, I'd say he's kind of in the camp. He did down the aisle. He's did the show a couple times here. Look, Petey Brown, Petey Brown could be fucking just wearing that and jumping in some weird lake in Minnesota by tomorrow morning. I don't know what's going on out there. Somewhere else. <laughs> so uh I got this is not an easy game. But I'm going champion advantage. I think Kevin please. No offense, downtown Petey Brown. But Kevin's played the game like Triple H style. Um I, I'm very interested to see. I'm ex first of all, I'm excited. That I don't have to fucking play because it's very stressful. Yeah, I'm excited right. to take it back, take take in the show here. I, yeah, I gotta ask now. It's been it's been four weeks, and uh, no package has arrived on my doorstep. Wow, that see now Matt was put in charge of that little thing from the you know. Kevin Kevin's gonna show you his package right now. Oh boy! <laughs> what is that really? What what? Like... What? I got one of these. Is a belt now? What, what, what what? <laughs> is that what you? Is that what you got? You got one of these? Mine's a little better shape than yours, but I love that we both have it. 
But do you have also one of these? That's the WCW oh, one. From... I know it very well. I did have one. I don't have one now. Like you did have the Can You Beat That Championship? Exactly. <laughs> but I have a Stevie Ray figure. So I, I raise you one Stevie Ray figure. I, I raise you. I see. I see your fanny pack belt and raise you a Stevie Ray figure. We can do that all night. Oh yeah, you probably gonna Harlem Heat. You probably win that too. I don't have a Booker T, which is weird. But anyway, go ahead. Let's let's get this let's get this party started, T Donk. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite game show. It's time to play. Can you beat that? That's right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. It's Shiny Wizards Tony right here. Get ready to host another championship edition of everybody's favorite show. Can you beat that? Tonight, downtown Petey Brown steps up to the plate to challenge your current reigning and defending champion, Mr. Kevin Rogue. Fellas, welcome officially to Can You Beat That tonight. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Feeling like a champion. Feeling like a champion. I did that on purpose so they could talk all over each other. So, Kevin. Mr. Champion, what's it been like for the past four weeks to be walking around with the gold? Well, you know, it's it's been great. People have been recognizing me. I've been getting a lot of compliments, but it is kind of a burden. It's kind of a burden trying to bring the championship back up to where it needs to be from where I took it from my, my former the former champion there. So it's, it's, it's a blessing and it's a curse. I understand what all champions are talking about now, something Petey might not understand. Well, something I think that our challenger is ready for to take on the responsibility of being the champion if he should win tonight. Can't even show his face. I I don't understand. Maybe Petey's a little nervous. Sir, nothing to be nervous about. You are a worthy competitor. What are your (laughs) thoughts about the matchup tonight? Mondays don't have to be awful. So that's why Kevin's done talking. So Monday, it's a Monday night party. Downtown Petey Brown, your Prince Party's here, and you're soon champion. Bye-bye, Kevin. People don't party on Monday nights, PD. You go to work in the morning like an adult. <laughs> I like the That's banter speak to you. Well, we, had, we, had our, we had our pre-match uh, talking from uh, uh, Shining Wizards Kevin and Shining Wizards Matt offering their insights to this matchup. But let's get into the rules right away. Uh, there will be uh, a possibility of three questions. And what's going to happen is we are going to start with the challenger the way we always do. We're going to offer up the two questions, topics, and the number of answers. He'll get to choose which one he wants to start with. And the game works like this. For every question, there are a certain number of answers. The uh, person who's in in control of the question will tell me how many answers they think that they can answer correctly. And then it's up to his opponent to decide whether or not he can beat that or to let the person answer. Now, whoever's answering has to answer each and every question correctly for as many answers as they said. If they get just one wrong, they lose a point to their opponent. If they get them all right, they'll earn the point. First man to two points wins. If we wind up going to a third question for sudden death, we give the option to the challenger to decide based on the topic of the question, whether he wants to answer or pass. And the game is played as usual. Like I said, first to two wins. And we're going to start off first with our challenger, Mr. Downtown Petey Brown. Petey, you ready to play? Oh yeah, let's party. All right, here's your two topics, the two questions. The first one is called first bound. And that has seven possible answers. The second question, so strong, comma, so weak, that has nine possible answers. Which question are we going for? Oh, man, I I like the name of the second one. So strong, so weak. All right. So strong, so weak, nine possible answers. Petey, in the history of the WWE Championship and all of its iterations, 
nine men had the privilege of holding said championship for less than a day. How many can you name? Nine possible answers. Less than a day. Less than wow. a day. Okay. I've got this. Uh, Ray Mysterio's one. Well, you can't give me any answers. You have to tell oh. me how many answers you think you can get correctly. Dang it. Um, That's all right. First first day jitters. First, it's first okay. Time, first time, first time jitters. Here we go. Um, so you'll tell me how many of the nine you think you can answer. If you need to write things down, feel free. Get yourself a pen and a paper. Okay. Can I get a clarification here, Tony? Sure. Clarifications are always are always encouraged and and answered. So we're talking about the just straight WWE. So from well, the history of it. So WWF, WWF, WWE, that lineage. So okay. we're not talking world champion. We're not talking universal champion. We're not talking WCW champion. Strictly that WWE championship from Buddy Rogers to the present day. Okay. That lineage. And are we talking single runs or the entirety of when they had the belt? Oh, no, no, no. This is this is one singular run. One singular run. So it's not, say, I could have the belt, lose it the same night, and then go on to have the belt again down the road. Yeah, or you could have had the belt previously on the road and then have gone on to hold it for less than a day at another point in time. That would still count. Yes. Perfect. I do like those clarifications. They're always welcome. I'm going to, I'm going to say four. I think, I think I have four. Okay. We've got four. Kevin question to you. Can you beat that? (laughs) Thinking here. Write them down. Sure. And these are officially less than a day. And Tony, you're talking strictly 24 hours. No, they're, they're, they're considered less than a day. So yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, quite honestly, I don't think that PD has four. Ooh. I don't think he does. So, Kevin, the question to you, can you beat that? You know, I like the strategy. I really do. Uh, go for it, Petey. Oh, all right, Petey, before you start giving your answers, in the history of the WWE Championship, nine men have held the belt less than a day. Petey, you said you can name four of them whenever you're ready. Oh, man. So, Rey Mysterio is number one. Rey Mysterio is one. You've got three more to go. Okay. Oh man, this is rough. I thought I thought I had more, but I'm not. I, I if I give a wrong na- answer, I'm done. Right? If you or give that, a wrong answer, well, the game's not over. You just not, lose no, a point. But yeah, uh, that's Kevin why Kevin will earn his I'm first not. point. So. Dang it. Oh man. It's okay. Think your way through. It's all right. All the way back in the day. That first one came right away. I was like, that I, yeah, I got that one. Oh man. Oh man. I've got a lot of maybes, but I don't want to say it. That's okay. Just think your way through it. It's all good. It's part of the fun of the game. Sorry. 
I see I see Kevin uh Shining Wizards Kevin actually working on the list. Kevin's actually pretty good. I can't help, I can't help myself. Oh, we're doing music. Can we just take it down just a little bit? <laughs> oh man. Well I might as well just fire one out in the dark. Was so go ahead. What was uh no, he did it to him. I'm trying to think of another so I knew the cash in happened, and that was on one of the pre people I was thinking. Matt, how you making out? Great, thank you for asking. Oh man, this stinks! Oh. Come oh. on, PD, you got something for me, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I got. Come something. on, PD, I'm probably, I'm probably wrong. Oh man, I'm probably gonna be wrong. There's nine of them. I know. I like, and once they say it, I'm gonna know it. Was, uh. Was the Miz one of them or no? Is that one of your answers? I know it's wrong. I don't want to hold. I don't want to hold the game. I thought it thought it was that. Oh man. Uh, hang on. Another another one in the edge of my head was. Or, or, yeah, Edge was another one, but I don't think that was it. I think he actually beat Alberto Del Rio. Then tired. Uh, All right, I'm gonna need an answer. Yep. Um, oh man. Just shoot your shot, brother. You might be surprised. I'm just gonna go with the Miz. I know. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised. You are wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Rowe gets the first point of the night. I thought I knew more than that, but it's all right, man. It's all good. You still got opportunity. There's still a second question. I'd like to see who Kevin Kevin's list. Kevin Rowe, have, have you put have together a list yourself or? Uh, not really. I got, well, Kane and, Kane and Jericho are both on that list. Kane's on there. Kane is absolutely on there. Kane and, and Jericho won it and lost it in one night. Not the same. No, Jericho's is not recognized. And I would have given you a pass on that one, but Kane was the next day. Kane was not. That's still 24 that's hours. That's still 24 though. hours. Yeah. Then you could have said Bret Hart too, but that's not. Well, that Bret Hart's on my list as well. I was going to say Kane Sounds like a flawed list, Tony. Listen, I've got a great list actually. Matt, who do you think? Andre. Andre's on the list. Yokozuna. Yokozuna's on the list. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is on the list. Uh, Cena. Cena's on the list. I like this. It's it's the era of the cash-in is what we're talking about. No, not. Well, it is, but not necessarily. Not all of them are cash-ins. Is Jeff Hardy on the list? Jeff Hardy not on the list. Randy Orton is on the list. Uh, someone said Roman, right? Yeah, I did. yeah. Roman's up. Well, we got Roman. Rollins. Seth Rollins is on the list. Look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Trips. Trips is on the list. Matter of fact, Trips and Randy Orton did it both on the same night. I got to take issue with Kane and Bret Hart not being on the list. Well, they they were different days. These are all guys that were twenty four hours on the same day. Yeah, but but then you're splitting hairs because then you're like pay per view, and then Raw was the next day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, and you Raw ends at nine or ten, while the pay per view goes to eleven, so it's still a day. No, but those are actual day. These are less than a day. That's why I asked the twenty four hours. Rules are made, and I didn't. I didn't tell you that it was twenty four hours. But it would Who be unfair if he. It would be unfair if he guessed Kane and it was wrong. I would have given him a pass. Okay. I would not have taken. You know me. You know me. If I got, I, like, I got answers from Kevin 
four weeks ago and I gave him a pass and I've given you a pass. I've given Matt a pass. Right. I, 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 I trust that you're a good man, Tony. You're, the, committee, um, the committee is strong. We're missing one. We got Mysterio, right? We got Mysterio. We got Andre, Cena, Triple Yoko. H, Rollins, Roman, Mysterio, Orton, Yokozuna, Andre. We're missing one. Oh, Daniel Bryan. Holy shit. Wow. Fucking Matt ran the table. Look at this. Daniel Daniel Bryan was on my list, but then when these not like it was the same day, essentially. So you talk about the same calendar date. So so here's That's an interesting a great thing, way right? to put it. The, the date, date is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, then we could time everything. I mean, I guess I don't know. Fucking fire, Tony. Yeah. Fucking aid. Oh, listen, I'll, I'll I'm going to reach out to the committee and I'm going to submit it to the committee if I should be fired. And no, no, I'll, I'll talk to the committee directly. You can't. How do you talk to the committee? This is ridiculous. That's you know, if, if the champ can't talk to the committee, I'm sure that you can't. Not as good looking, Kevin. Whoa, I was just on your side. <laughs> wow. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never. You're back in. You're back in. I, I'll go put in a good word for with the committee for you. Careful, Brendan Bridges, man. You're going to end oh. up on an island. Oh, Petey, you would never come close to a committee. <laughs> You, say, I you, burn you, don't, you don't even talk to the special liaison to the committee. Right. Special advice. I mean, this is true. You did try to pull a scummy end around by going directly to Matt. I don't know how that happened. Unless Matt was fucking telling people that he is the committee, which is a I said no story. such thing. Look, Petey commented. He was happy that the committee voted five for four. Well, let's see how happy Petey is with the next question, because we're in control of the champ. Champ, your question is first bound. Since the creation of the TNA slash Impact World Championship, the the title has changed hands seven times at Bound for Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Your time frame is from 2007, where the NWA Championship was removed from Impact and TNA Wrestling. And TNA Impact created their own world championship. So we're talking the TNA slash Impact World Championship from 2007 to present day. It's changed hands seven times at Bound for Glory. How many? Sorry, it's not only seven times. It's first time winners at Bound for Glory winning their first TNA slash Impact Championship. Makes it even better. Dude, I would love to know how many shows of you've actually watched. Of who me? Yeah, T Donk. So these are guys who won their first TNA slash Impact World Championship at Bound for Glory. Their first one. Seven. How many can you name? Oof. Well, man, that's 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 tough, man. I very very loosely loosely pay attention to TNA. Uh, Wait, what have you been doing for twenty eight days, dude? I'm not. I'm not watching fucking TNA nonstop. You watch. You could just fucking Google shit, bro. What's I your love the irony there. He said, "I'm not watching TNA nonstop." So then, wait. Let me, let me ask Petey. <laughs> Petey, uh, Impact Wrestling fan. Yeah, I dabble. Okay, so so he might have an advantage here. That's fair. There's like an Impact channel on like Tubi or like one of those channels that just plays old Impacts. I've watched some of that. I was actually watching some uh, some old impact on uh, my Samsung TV. Apparently, Samsung has their own channels and right, they like have an TV or something. yeah, like through or yeah, it's got a TNA channel. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. It's like impact nonstop. 
I got that. I got that too. It's in the five hundreds, but um, so it was their first championship win at Bound for Glory. Never won before. The very first time. Yes, and this is this is not this does not include the NWA World Championship. This is strictly the Impact slash TNA Championship. I, I'm pretty sure I got one, but I'm not confident in it. I am not. Uh, like I said, I just I don't. I follow it very loosely. PD, Kevin says he can name one. The question to you, sir: Can you beat that? Now, in seeing, in seeing, right? Let's do two. Oh, look at this. Champ, he says he can come back with two. <laughs> now, you see, this is interesting because last time you won the first question because your opponent couldn't answer it. And now it's playing out the same way. If you let yep. Petey play it, he might run this one and tie it up. He might. He might. But I would. strategy that goes into the game. I love this. Right, right. Yeah, then you could. Then the third question is uh, name all the, the wrestlers on the New Japan roster with type B blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is a nutso question. This is the. This, Tony might have to be fired. All right. Wait, no, wait. this is good, though, because. This uh, is a prestigious right. championship. And these were these questions were vetted by the committee, and they were okay with them. So. Fuck the committee. I swear to God. I couldn't tell you. So I'm 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 very confident in one, and past that I got I just got nothing. I just I got absolutely nothing. I got Bound for Glory on DVD in the in the other room. I I just don't. I never watched it. I got it. Don't watch it. And there's uh, no guarantee that a title change hands at that said Bound for Glory. Exactly. Exactly. And if it was somebody winning it for the first time, it said yeah, Bound for Glory. Exactly. There's multiple layers of difficulty to this question. Well, don't worry. The tiebreaker, if we get to that point, is a fucking nutcracker. So, <laughs> this isn't a nutcracker, Tony. Oh no, th- this is a good one. This is like speed no. bag on your ball. May God have mercy gotcha. on your nuts. If this <laughs> isn't a nutcracker. It's the way I like it. Uh, Can't, yeah, Petey, go ahead. Name, name your two if you got two. Petey, people winning the TNA slash Impact World Championship for the first time at Bound for Glory since its inception in two thousand seven. The championship, not the event. You said you can name two of the seven whenever you're ready. Well, this reminds me of the story about the little puppy. I don't know. From Billy Madison, because he said make out of it. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's I'm gonna shoot my shot. You know, I'm bold. I'm just gonna go get it, get it. Um for some reason I have a I have a gut feeling for Kurt Angle. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Kurt Angle, I believe, won his third Impact Championship at the Bound for Glory. Kevin, I'm curious. Who did you have on your list? I I had Christian. Christian is also not a correct answer. Get out of town. All right. Well, suck me sideways. Matt, let's go to Kevin first because Kevin's an Impact guy. Kev, you have any possible answers? I mean, you got to go with the odds. You got to go with who's been there the longest. You got to go with who's been around the block a lot so i mean i'll go is is aj styles a completely off base aj styles is given a title at the bound for man save me who we got josh Josh rich swan
Eric, what about Jeff Hardy? Want... Jeff Hardy is number five. What about Bully Ray? Bully Ray is Pope is not on the list. Is Matt Hardy on the hey. list? Matt Hardy is on the list. You're missing one. Hey, this is most. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to think like Bound for Glory. Remember, they would do the fucking tournament and the like. It was it was like their second biggest show. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Shining um, wizards. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Moose. Thank you, Moose. Um, the answers we have so far for the people playing along at home: Sting, two thousand seven; Jeff Hardy, twenty ten. Matt Hardy, 2015. Rich Swan, 2020. Josh Alexander and Moose, both 2021. Can I give you the year? Will that help? Sure. 2018. Oh, mama. It doesn't help at all. I get a feeling Matt's going to get this. Just give me another no, second. Because... I get... uh, don't, Matt, if you know it, don't say it. Well, I don't know watch. it. I'm just making sure. Someone said their stream is gone, so I'm making sure the stream works. It's on, oh, on okay. YouTube. Um, shining the wizard. Uh, Joe Young. Who Joe. was in J James Storm? No, no. Bobby Roode? No. Oh man, I'm right in that wheelhouse, though, aren't I? No, because 2018 wasn't Bobby Roode still in? Oh god, yeah. I forgot how Jesus, I forgot how far away we are from 2018. Um, hey. <laughs> Come on, Matt. I'm gonna need a final answer. What do you got? No, no, no. Stop it. We're gonna. I'm. I'm willing to go as long as I can on this. We'll be here all night. That's right. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Austin Aries. No, but you're close. John Morrison. Oh, John yes, Morrison. Yeah. Right. Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact got fucked over when he lost when he won that title. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's what he when the Aries walked out, right? Yeah. Yes, it no is. Sold. That was 2018. I think our boy Dave Sturchio was on the fucking. Uh, he might have been on the ring announcement that night. I don't know. I don't remember. Ladies and gentlemen, two to nil. Kevin Rogue successfully defends the Can You Beat That Championship. Petey Brown, it was a pleasure having you. What are your thoughts? I mean, it always hurts when you hear the answers afterwards because you're just you were like this close, but yep, I lost. Thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. You guys all rock, besides Kevin. <laughs> I'm talking about not not handsome Kevin. I'm talking about other Kevin. 
Wait, I uh, thought I other thought Kevin. Handsome yeah, Kevin. Other, other Kevin. Kevin. Handsome Kevin. Right here. This no, guy. No, I'm a yeah. gorgeous. I'm a gorgeous man. No, you are a good-looking fella. I, I'll you give you that. Much. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, we, we can do this all night, so let's just stop. <laughs> stop. Look, uh, make sure you follow uh, Downtown PD Brown at Downtown P, the letter P, the letter T Brown on Twitter and Instagram. Independent wrestler. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com backslash PD Party. Check him out. Uh, subscribe to him. Uh, he's doing some fun stuff over there. Uh, and he's doing some work with uh, Mr. Rogue over here. Uh, out there in the Midwest, so uh, definitely check that out. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I, Rock on, I, just, I was gonna say, just frozen <laughs> in time. No, I was I was giving you know, I was giving <laughs> a minute if he needed to to promote something or say something. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Um, follow me on the social medias, uh, and yeah, follow uh, Pro AWF too. That's the company that Kevin and I are fighting at. So American Wrestling Federation, Pro AWF on Instagram. We would be fighting if you didn't keep ducking me, but that's that's another story. See, this would have been good for Kevin to have the actual belt because then he can continuously fuck with Petey saying, like, you couldn't even beat me for this and now you won't get in the ring with me. And it could have been a whole thing for the Shining Wizards Championship, Matt. I don't, you know, just saying. Yeah. Oh, so this is on me now. Well, listen, the committee bestowed you this important... Uh, well, you, you know, know what? Guess what? Now, the committee, right? Liaison, asshole. Uh, you can reach out. Kevin Rogue, at Year of Pod. That is, uh, the, that's what I'm communicating with him through. Uh, at JJ Rogue Means is his actual Twitter. Uh, but if you, if you need to communicate with Kevin, uh, tell the fucking committee... At Year of Pod, they just did Bash at the Beach '96. It's an excellent episode. Thank you very much. Uh, the committee can fucking DM him and set it up. Make sure you look at the email I sent you with uh, our schedules, committee. You fucking hand jobs. I got. I gotta say, Matt, the committee might be more willing to talk to you if you didn't call your champion a hand job. Not yeah. you, yeah. Fuck. I'm talking. Oh, to you fucking called me a hand job. Yeah, you called him a hand job. You fucking. <laughs> dork. I did not call you a hand job. I was talking to the liaison. Roll the fucking tape. <laughs> Roll it. That's I'm cute. fucking perturbed about this fucking committee bullshit. <laughs> it's just another win for the champ, making the committee proud. Do you? Do you want me to put in a word to make you part of the committee? I mean, who? you know, you. What do you mean who? No, I don't you can't have a champion on the committee. He's not you, a champion. You can't be on the committee. I can't be on the fucking committee. I'm not. Well, I'm on the committee. I'm more like the liaison. Like you're either on the committee or you're not on the committee. Well, it's I'm in a weird spot because I don't have a vote. Like I just present things to the committee. See, it's look, he, Kevin and Petey both like they can follow that. Why can't you follow that? Because up until two weeks ago, there was no fucking committee. Ah, that's bullshit. You just don't ask the right questions. Now, Matt with two T's got a point there. Uh, there was <laughs> there was no committee when I first stepped in. When I, when me and when me and Ugly Kevin were going back and forth over the yeah. can you beat that championship? Yep. Uh, All right, fucking I, J.D. No Drake. One, over no fucking, fucking, fucking loser. No one from any committee ever reached out to me. I didn't get a letter. I didn't get an email. God damn, me and Ugly sticker. Kevin. Jesus Christ, Steven. I don't know how to differentiate the two of you. <laughs> Other Kevin. Oh, what? I don't know. He says handsome Kevin is the champ. 
And you don't have a belt, so that makes you ugly. I'm sorry. That's a terrible take, but I'll, I mean, I'll, for the point of the story, I'll take it. It's all right, Kevin. It, Kevin. It's all right, I'm Kevin. I'm not trying to be hurtful to you, my friend. Well, oh, boy. Mission not accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just like wow, assholes, wow. everyone's got to take, and most of them stink. So, yeah. <laughs> Ew. Where do you take your asshole? <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I would hope so. Here we go. Check out. Holy shit! <laughs> well, uh, uh, champ, you uh, I guess yes, you sir. will be hearing from Tony and the Lee. Now Tony doesn't have. Tony got rid of his Twitter, so he's gonna have to do it through the. I'm not doing anything for this. I sent a schedule to Tony and Kevin. Ugly Kevin. God. So sorry, Kev. I just have to differentiate. All no, right. no, keep going. I sent a, a schedule to the Tony and not the champ. All right. So Tony, you gotta put on your fucking binoculars, all right, and look at the the email. Don't try and fucking put a tip in a water glass. Some poor fucking guy's in over goddamn grill. Put fucking dirty money in his cup. And you gotta reach out to Kevin here, the champ champ. And you gotta find out when he's available. And if it if it works with schedule, I sent you. And you got to set it up, fuck nuts. You and your fucking committee, your fucking hand jobs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the hand job committee. Wow. All right. I want, and I want a paper trail. I want to see how this goes down. I want to know. No, 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 no. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot just alleviate yourself of all these responsibilities and go. I want a paper trail. Like, what I'm not. Is a, that? I was not. A, I booked this and then i got yelled do you at think biden sends oh. obama fucking paper trails of everything he does no he's not the president anymore so fuck you off just compare the fucking committee to can you beat that to the fucking former president i yes, mean it's I not did. totally off base see i think this is more prestigious right now and i think there's no time. fucking committee you turn around you go behind the couch you grab your old ljans you put them in a fucking circle and then you go what do you guys think we should do? And then Andre says, oh, I just want to eat peanuts. And then you grab fucking Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and you're like, isn't this the greatest pose ever? Kevin and Pete, uh, Petey, feel free to leave the stream at any time. Oh, no, stick around. <laughs> this one Matt gets fucking hot. This is good shit. Now I wanted to hear what, I really wanted to hear what the rest of the LJNs had to say. Well, I don't know because I'm not there playing with them. I don't know if Tony's got his fucking hillbilly gym. Fucking I'm Drew Gulak, and I say that the committee rules. <laughs> Fuck you, Matt. Fuck you right up your ass. There you go. There you go. Hey, Matt, you recognize this pose? Right, there you go. <laughs> you so, on that. Dude, it's so big. I need two hands. Hold on. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Look at my face. I'm about to ejaculate. <laughs> Drew nice. Gulak. <laughs> Fucking jerking Drew Gulak. There it is. <laughs> He's the fucking ninth member. He decides. He makes the decisions. He's got the deciding vote. Drew Gulak. I'm gonna Drew. Fuck you and your committee. My name's Matt. Fuck the committee. <laughs> There's no committee. This is bullshit. <laughs> all horseshit. Well, in, in all honesty, here, double T, Matt, I appreciate uh, appreciate you having me on again. <laughs> double T, what does that mean? 
You shit on him last week for fucking typing Matt with one T. You don't remember? That, that's when you called me a fucking hand job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that that sounds about right. Speaking of uh, hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about that there, double T, Matt? Uh, you so, remember what I did last week, champ? T times two, Matt. So what I'm thinking is, is uh, thank you very much for having me on. Always appreciate it. Uh, I really appreciate being the champ. Uh, again, it's a, it's a, it is a, it's, it's a blessing and it's a burden as, uh, I'm sure you, you well know. Yeah. Obviously you stopped after fucking nine days, you stopped tweeting about it and then you just fucking popped up today. You whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the <laughs> champion doesn't have to explain tweets to you, buddy boy. Fraud. That's buddy with two D's by the way. Can, can I just say this? I, I think Petey might be at the point where he's glad that he didn't win tonight. I might've dodged a bullet. Who knows? <laughs> That's, Kevin Rogue just might be fucking Shawn Michaels from 1996. That's well, B-U-D-D-Y. Well, one I double T. That is. I'm turning on him. I'm turning on him. Oh, shit. We got double E-P-D here, too, man. You guys should be best friends. P-D from the street. I'm good. No offense, P-D. I dig that name. I dig it. Thank you, Put it on a T-shirt. What's that? Petey from the Streety. Petey from the Streety. Got to eat your Wheaties. Oh, there you go. Oh, good. Fucking Mother Goose showed up for our show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the fuck made it past the committee. I'm the white John Cena, right? That's that's committee with two T's, by the way. And two E's. And two E's (laughs) and two M's. Shit, Matt, is that your favorite word? No, Jeff Jarrett is. <laughs> That's a name, not a word. Matt wants the committee to be in Mississippi. A T T I C. This is incredible. I want you to stop, stop being an asshole. Stop being a dickweed. Asshole. Two S's. We do. You're making a dickweed with two dicks. That's why I got two hands. A gagoolack. <laughs> find a way Holy to get your gagoolack over. Holy shit. <laughs> Pete, pleasure like having that. you tonight, Kev. Congratulations on your championship. Hey, thanks again, guys. Thanks again. I always appreciate it. Yeah, the committee will be sending a fucking carrier pigeon to your house to figure out when you're available. For <laughs> well, the tell, them to, tell them to bring my fucking championship, too. Right. Carrier, two R's. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Isn't that three, th- three happy yards? Two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, all right, shit. guys. Kevin, Tony, to send the committee my best. Double T, Matt, always a pleasure. Uh, PD, go fuck yourself. Single V wow. Oh, come on, dude. Be professional for Christ's oh, sake. Sorry, right, right, right. My bad, my That's bad. That's your champion. Petey, Petey, it was an honor and it was a privilege for you to lose to me. You just you put yourself on the name of the list and, and it's a okay, buddy boy. Oh, Petey, shit, eat the piss. Two S's out of them. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now we got it. If he'd stop ducking me, it'd, it'd be a possibility. Possibility. Two S's. Two I's. <laughs> Full of shit. One T. <laughs> two L's. 
But a lot of shit. Is that why he puts his name PT? Because he's not sure? Like, what? <laughs> Character limit on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I thought I'm it was sure. a circus thing, like PT Barnum, like PT Brown. Yeah. Might as well be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a circus master. That's the oh, boy. Holy You're shit. having too much fun. You're having a lot of fun. This has been oh, my God. This was hilarious. Well, Kevin, right. the committee or Tony will meet, reach out to you through Sounds the great. committee. Look and, forward uh, to it. Yeah. And we'll find out uh, what's next for you. Who You might be playing Miko Maestro. Miko? If the committee if the committee has their way, it's either Tombstone Jesus, Miko Maestro, or Francis Wright. So that reindeer pizza eating motherfucker, you think you get a chance? <laughs> Look, if I know the committee, and I know the committee. You don't know the committee. I know exercise my rematch. It's gonna be it's gonna be something. I look forward to it. I would awesome. love to see the champ answer a fucking question too one week, like you know, people people been getting on me for that shit. <laughs> like, oh man, this guy he doesn't answer the fucking question. Guess what? I'm the champion. I'm the champion. Yeah, you answer to no one. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you have one correct answer all night, so but still the champion. That's a bitch, ain't it? Yeah. Really, there's Holy some holes in this game. We need to reevaluate this. I agree. <laughs> Yes, I think being, Matt, a, being a baby face isn't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> I think Matt, what? 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 You and your committee. How's that sound? See? I don't understand. There's no goddamn committee. This is a farce. I'm very upset about this. Good. You should and if be. I got to fucking follow up with you about booking a goddamn fucking opponent for the champ, you better pray that I don't find this committee. I don't know why you're being so mean about this. I'm not being mean. I'm being authoritative. No, you're being a, you're being a bit of a jack off, actually. Well, I'm always a jack off. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Jerking Drew Gulak. That's that the fucking gimmick that I lack. Right. Holy shit! Right. Tony. Who gets played five that? Votes. Magenta gets four. Well, thanks for chiming in there, Milwaukee Tom. I love the mock. Fucking Tony already. Tony already said he's got no votes. Somebody's yeah. not. Somebody's not fucking paying attention. Yeah, Jesus. Well, I think somebody from the uh, the committee is here. Oh no! What are you oh, yeah. doing? Let me see. Is it Moose? Oh no! Is, oh what? Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony. Who's he bringing in from the committee? Dude, I don't. I don't understand why he's so pissed off. You're like the consigliere, are you not? That's what you're I mean. You're the liaison. Like, you know what you're doing. Like, uh, I don't, I don't understand. And look, Petey was a perfect fit tonight. This is great. You know, he may not have won, but he gets, he gets the show. He fit right in. Helped this us perfect. bring Jerk and Drew Gulak to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Gulak will <laughs> never talk to us again. By the way, no, nah, come on. He's probably, he's probably backstage at Raw, like, like right now, like laugh his balls Jerkin. off, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, <laughs> "Dude." Jerk and Drew Gulak. Catering is like totally different now. Oh my god, could you imagine that dude? Like cameraman just turning the corner and just drew in the corner like fucking like this. It's all backstage of the exclusive. They're like like walking around. That's it. Like, hey Drew, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) You want Andrew Dice Clay on it there? (laughs) Is that what that is? Is Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. 
did you gulak? What the fuck is this? What the fuck Roman is going on Reigns. here? Tony, hit us with it. Roman Reigns. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What, what the fuck's going on there? Yeah, this is this is <laughs> turned. This is took a, a weird turn. Not that uh, it already hasn't, but I gotta change. I gotta change my name. <laughs> Uh, it's double R here. <laughs> God, if you're not watching this, is that, is that two R's? <laughs> two R's. The bloodline. The line is bread. Hold on. Two O's. <laughs> oh my God! Holy shit, that is so creepy. <laughs> cereal box like one in a fucking like oh do you remember those yeah i don't know anything about the cereal there's no double letters in it there's no problem there are there's two e's you chased off Petey. Petey, be well brother thanks for joining I us I see in your dreams <laughs> last thing i'll get just look up my uh footage with me and Roman reigns we have a history so Right he you he are. kicked he kicked your ass just like Stone and Jai are gonna do. False. Go. All right. Holy shit. Later. Shit Thanks, man. You changed oh. PD away, Roman. I hope you're happy. I am happy. You <laughs> lost. I brought it into a jab. Someone Reigns is on the committee. So, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, stop that! Why well, you gonna have a dream? Bad dream. Holy shit! Watch, here I he comes you. Down. You don't see me. What the fuck? What happened tonight? It's <laughs> <laughs> someone could please chop this up and make a video portion of this. That I would be internal. Are you internal? Internally twelve. Internally twelve. Eternally. Uh, Big dog has spoken. Oh my god! Do you like the Roman taker? Where's it gonna take her? Oh, to Rome. The chilies. Two hours. <laughs> 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 Oh my god, dude. I'm in tears. I'm in tears. I can't. Oh. Bro. Uh, I, I guess I, I don't know. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, bro. 
Thanks for stopping go by. Smackdown. <laughs> it actually looks like his face. Like, like. Uh, that is so fucked up. It's like Asuka's entrance, but Roman Reigns. <clears throat> oh, that's a good pull there. It is. <laughs> 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 Seriously, that, that second question was really hard tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah. I the committee that's... approves. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge us. <laughs> I don't know what this voice is. Vince <laughs> McMahon, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, it's but whatever it is, it's perfect. It's it's Shadow Roman Reigns, and it's great. It's <laughs> fantastic. That's wonderful. All right, guys, that is uh, that is enough for me. I'm going to sign off here again. Kevin, always a pleasure. Tony, right. send my best to the committee. D- Double R. Matt with two T's. I'll, I'll probably talk to you after the show. I don't know who this Matt is, but it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you, sir. <laughs> Have a Thank good night, guys. Good night, night, champ. Later. Champ. <laughs> Whoa, what happened ah. here? There we go. Oh, God. Oh, can I, can I hang up on Roman? Can you... uh, yeah. Can you beat that over? Yes, thank God. Can you leave? All right, I'll leave. All right, go find Matt. Yeah, please. We need Matt back here, please. Oh, my God, dude. I've did ah! <laughs> you just came back. Jesus, this is how did you? What? How? How did this even become? I, a thing? I don't even know what that is. It's like a. It's got to be like oh. did he cut it out of a T-shirt? I don't know, but you want to bet he just leaves RR there and he forgets to put his name. Uh, at this point, oh my god, it's Bedlam dude. at this point. I'm in so much. I am crying so hard from laughter. This was that was. I, I, I don't want to talk about it. That's like that's like the closer. It's like Vegas. You leave on a high note. Yeah, exactly. Now Matt's gonna be want to be like, oh, let's talk about fucking NWA and this and that. Anyways. I don't even remember. I watched a lot of wrestling. I don't remember any of it. Right I don't now. care. I'm done. I'm done. Here he comes. Ah, uh, Mama Mia. Good God. Where did that? Where did that? I have no idea. From? I hope he, I hope he comes back to the show though. That was pretty. Cool. I hope Matt does too. But and I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this like in the audio version, do yourself a favor and go to our YouTube page. Yeah. And find this. Beat uh, that definitely. Can you beat that? And the and the 40 minutes that happened afterwards. Uh, oh, man. Was, uh, you're uh, your boy, what did I miss? You you're uh, your boy Petey. Uh, he got played, huh? Look, man, he, it's it's not an easy game, dude. You pull some some fucking yeah. Yeah, you're making me feel bad about that second question. No, you don't though. I think look, since I no longer have to book the can you beat that guests, but I do tell people um to Damn listen it. to the last episode, you know, like hey, we just played listen to kind of have an idea of what the game is about. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like to this day, I feel like the champ still does not do that. Look, doesn't he plays smart? Yeah. You know, I think uh, when we play Kevin, I think we want to be like the smartest guy in the room. We want to, we want to, we want to, we want to expunge our knowledge onto the listeners. I, I like doing that. <clears throat> and but. plus tonight we got jerk and drew Gulak and Roman Reigns. Yeah, who knew? Are they part of the committee? No. That's all. Oh, they should be. 
Jerk and Drew Gulak, maybe. Um, I know we're like super late. Is there anything that you guys want to talk about tonight? I mean, what do you want to like dive through? Nah, I mean, no, I, I think... just is there anything we need yeah. to like double or nothing is this weekend? We kind of went over the card before Tony. We got to make picks before Sunday. That's the I mean, AEW show, yes. Oh, who just tell me who were the wild cards? Oh, Johnny, uh, one of the answers to the trivia questions. Oh, that no. I knew. Who was the woman's wild card? It was don't it was oh, Matt, was it uh. It's Maki Ito. Yes, who hadn't oh, been seen. Oh, I, I did yeah. know that. I forgot about that. That's a, that's a crazy pull. Now let me get, let me ask you guys this: When you saw Johnny Elite on the Titantron, if you did happen to watch it or the AEW video wall, the the crowd reacted huge to the point where I thought that they expected Johnny Gargano. I think they did too. And when it was Johnny Elite and it was John Morrison, they still like. They, they, I felt like they couldn't just like <clears throat> retract that cheer. Like they were just so they stayed with it and they were like, Yay! But it was a perfect, it was a perfect guy. It yeah, was, I don't think you could bring you're not gonna bring Johnny Gargano to lose to, to the Ring of Honor TV champion. Exactly. hundred percent. So so there's that. Um we got Did you see yep. Claudio Castanelli's or is that his last name? Yes. Castanelli's Castanelli's tweet today. No, what did he tweet? He said he pointed to his watch and said it's almost Claudio o'clock. And a oh. picture of him pointing to his watch. So very, I did uh, see. I did see Gunner's tweet today. Isn't Gunner not a good guy? Nope. Yeah, I did uh, not see Rise that. up, rise up against abortion, against homosexuality, against gender ah, agenda, who against said this? that which God goes against the world. Share love in doing so. Well, who we all this? have faith times in sin where a brother or sister showed us Jesus and His love. Yeah, church, we must love and speak the truth. Who former, is this? former guest of the show, Gunner. Bad yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He basically tweeted like another freaking white supremacist anarchy riot. Hey, what did he say again? Uh, and now I gotta find it again. Well, the lingo would indicate that. I'm not saying that he actually <clears throat> said that. He said, rise up against abortion, homosexuality, gender agenda, against that which God, against the word. He's inciting people, is what he's doing. Well, I mean. He's inciting people to do do bad shit. Rise up means you're inciting people to commit, to do something bad. Uh, At least that's how I take it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's fair enough. You want to play, want to play guess who tweeted this? The responses are fantastic. I'm sure they are. Taya Valkyrie, fuck off, dude. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, this is funny. Uh, Rob Schamberger, rise up against these nuts. <laughs> See, funny tweets are good when it comes to this stuff. Because I don't want to also encourage anyone to do the opposite, despite of what you believe. <clears throat> as reprehensible as I think those comments were, if you just say the opposite and say rise up against you, motherfucker, that's equally as bad. But the funny stuff is good. I'm, I'm here for it. What else? What else you got? I'm searching. Tony, you want to play who tweeted this? I got two of them, and they're both related to the news that we talked about before the uh, Can You Beat That? What was the news that we talked about before you? Okay. Okay, I'm with you. I am not. If you refuse, if you refuse, if you refuse to work because you are not happy with the result, one, it's theater. Darth Vader had a job to Luke Skywalker because the boss wanted it to happen. Two, don't be a mark. 
I saw this. Who tweeted that? I saw it. Uh, Matt, you know? I do. Matt knows. Kev, who you got? I saw it. Uh, la, 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 la. Friend of the show. Stop. No, it's not. I don't know why I thought Luke, but it's definitely not him. Um, I saw Luke it. At my dick. Huh? Luke at my dick. No, I thought I, for some for some reason Luke Hawks just jumped into my head, but that's probably because he's already on the mind. Um, or maybe just because I said Luke Skywalker in the in the tweet. Oh, maybe that's it. Um, who is it? Aaron Stevens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's play round two. Oh, good. Hearing, ru- hearing rumors from sources at WWE that Sasha and Naomi. Actually walked in on Vince McMahon naked with wrist slash ankle Velcro straps to the wall and a penis pump maxed out being held by Nick Khan with a bis reading out the show aloud. Let's just wait for more details for fuck's sake. I think I have an idea. Yeah, I think I Kev, know. Kevin, who you got? I don't know. I, I'm probably wrong. Not Ma- I'm gonna let show. I'm gonna let Matt guess first, and I'm gonna guess. No, like, Kev, Kevin knows. Matt Ry- knows. Kevin is, knows. I, I don't know. You know. It, no, it's probably gonna be right. Is it Ryback? Correct, ding. Who did Matt? That's who you thought. I was gonna guess too. I uh, I didn't see this anywhere, and we are. He blocked us a long time ago. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Listen, I blocked him before that. Well, no, I didn't really technically block him. I don't follow him, but I blocked him in real life, baby. Kev, your worlds are colliding tonight on Raw. The Miz against Cody Rhodes. That's right. Ooh, this is wild, hey, dude. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Well, Cody Rhodes' first match on Raw was against <clears throat> in like seventy-five years. Yeah, they like doing that too. They're like, it's Cody Rhodes' first matches on Raws is in like forty-seven. It's different Cody though. Years. It's a different yeah, Cody. Let me ask you guys. I just want to shoot a couple questions. Let's do it. Sure. Like, did you guys see that AEW filed a trademark for a show named Blood Moon Rising? I didn't, and that sounds awful. It sounds like a, a, was it a WCW pay per view called something Rising? No, uh, New Blood Rising. Yes, New. Blood, was, so this is just no new. We're gonna take out the new, and put in Blood. There's blue. no chance. Well, because New Blood was it was a stable. A stable. In the later there's day, no the chance of they, There's no chance that that was their their thing. It's probably gonna be some trios team or some shit. Blood Moon Rising. Is there like <laughs> some sort of wrestling? Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm, I'll tell you right now. There's no chance Tony Khan watched New Blood Rising and said, "Hey, let's do this." You think it's like uh, the name of the restart Ring of Honor pay per view? What was it again? Blue Moon Rising, Blood Moon Rising, <laughs> Blood Face, Blood Moon Rising, Blood Face. It just sounds stupid. Raising what? Okay, <clears throat> I see that, and I thoughts on uh, Max Dupree. Who's this? Oh, L.A. Oh, Knight? L.A. Knight. Fucking dumb. What is he, a male gigolo now? Is that the gimmick? He's an attorney. Dude, why can't... Why couldn't they're, they just let him fucking be himself? It's like almost like they... It, it almost feels like WWE is trolling us now. <laughs> like, right? Like, it's like... It's like... Your, your show that you had him on two weeks ago, and have done it for, with Butch, with, with, with everyone, like... It's it's literally like they're trolling us. LA Knight, LA Knight is a WWE name. It's like, they, but now he's gonna be a manager. Like, come on, man, you're trying too hard, bro. 
trying too hard. Let LA Knight be LA Knight on SmackDown. It'll get it'll be fun. It'll be good. Don't need it doesn't need unless he wants to be a manager. Don't let him be a manager. Weird, right? I'm mad. Uh and the last thing I just want to bring up um the New Japan Best of Super Juniors is taking place and Hiromu pinned Ace Austin. For the for the what? Nothing. For the, for the tournament. And the tournament. Oh, it's happening <clears throat> right now. Yes. Okay. So uh, but, but how Ace long Austin's, is Ace Austin's your X Division champion? So Hiromu said I want that I want that title. And Scott Demore said Come get it, bitch. I don't think he said it like that. No. Um, Hiroma said, a man never breaks his word, right? I want your belt. And uh, and uh, Scott Demore said, there's an open door for you to walk through. Come step in an impact ring anytime. Your title shot awaits you. So uh, there's a good possibility we see Ace Austin and Hiromu Takahashi at an impact show for the X Division Championship. I dare in you. a very new future. Well, there Maybe you go. Maybe it'll be uh, because the Forbidden Door show is June 26th in Chicago. Maybe they roll it all into uh, all the talent there, rolls it into other tapings and stuff like that, other shows. Or you use it for Slammiversary. Slammiversary is June 11th. July. What's June 11th? What we talked about before about Always Ready. Always Ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. A lot of yeah. good things. A lot of good things happening out there in the wrestling world. It's crazy, man. Yep. <clears throat> you guys have any big plans for Memorial Day weekend? Uh, big plans? No. Nah, I got nothing. Okay, I don't know. I'm just make conversation before podcast we to the station. Your podcast on Monday. We got uh, what do we got lined up for Monday? We got Matt uh, Cardona. No, Matt Lancey. Yes, from Wildcat uh, Sports Entertainment. He's going to be joining us to talk about their uh, big return show taking place on June 25th. And then we're going down the aisle. Fuck yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun next week. <clears throat> and no one knows where that aisle will lead. No, they really don't. That's true. And uh, yeah, it was a lot Thanks. of fun. Great, great talk with Marche Rocket. Do we have yep. a going home, Tony? Is that why you put your hand up? No, I was going to say thanks to Marche, thanks to downtown Petey Brown, thanks to Kevin Rogar, Can You Beat That Champion, and uh, thanks to you guys for holding it down for me. Yeah, that was a lot of, I had a lot of fun tonight. Oh, special ha- thanks to uh, Jerk and Drew Gulak and uh, Roman Reigns for joining us as well. And special thanks to Owen Hart and Hannah Kamara for being freaking awesome. R.I.P. Good night, Hi. Gracie. But Matt, you, what, do you, what about you? What do you got? I thought Matt froze. No, I (laughs) I literally thought he froze too after I, or he was like upset that I mentioned Owen and and. Oh, why would I be upset about that? That's silly. That's true. Um, I recorded the second episode of Fightful Overbook New Japan today, so that'll be out uh, in the next couple days. So if you enjoy the New Japan Pro Wrestling Talk, check it out. Awesome! That's great news. Big money, Matt, baby. Fuck yeah, dude. That's it. yeah, and I made a Tony. Did you see my guest appearance on the Mark Order? Yes, I did actually. And your lovely wife also appeared too. Yeah, she yeah, did. I know. You talked a lot of shit. Don't worry about it. We don't have to talk about that today. I'm not worried about anything. I know. You'll worry though. No, I, my biggest concern is 
who is challenging the champ now? Roman Reigns is going to haunt you tonight in your dreams. <laughs> yes, he, oh, yes, he is. No, he's oh, not. Yes, he, oh, yes, he is. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, this is if awesome. you are... Um, just be smart this weekend if you're out drinking, taking advantage of the yeah. holiday weekend. Uh, use Don't be stupid. Use Uber. Sleep at a friend's house. Sleep on a couch. Uh, throw this podcast on and pass out on someone's front yard. Just don't fucking drink and drive. Don't be a yeah. bonehead. Yeah, there's no absolutely no reason to do that anymore. And if you're going to drink and drive, hide your beer under the seat where nobody can see it. That's terrible. Dude. Easy, Sonny. Um, Please don't take that. That is not advice. Please do not take that seriously. Join us next week. We're going to have a lot of fun with Matt Lance. Lancey? I'm going to fucking put you. Lancey, 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 Lancey. Lancey. Matt Lancey next week, and we're going to go down the aisle, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So uh, stay tuned. We might talk some wrestling. Who knows? Fuck yeah. If we're lucky. I thought we had had a lot of fun. We covered a little Sasha Naomi, and we uh, had a great talk Marche Rocket, and can you beat shit? Can you beat that stuff? Was was unbelievably fun. It was definitely uh it's definitely a fantastic episode. If I do another say so. awesome episode in the books. That's Fuck right. yeah, dude. That's what we do. Thank you all for watching in the in all the, the platforms and the in the chat and everything. That was great. Uh so thank you for that. And that's how you end it. Kevin's so awkward, he just he can't let it just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I... Abraham Lincoln was a good old man. He shot he out the window with his dick in his hand. <laughs> you messed it up, dude. Did Is I? That... What? Because yeah, he had a shot. He shot two titties with a rubber band. Oh, Abraham Lincoln was a good old man. Shot two titties with a rubber. Band. <laughs> What's that from? The window with his dick in his hand. He yelled, "Hey, motherfucker! I'm Superman." Yeah. <laughs> Is that in sync? And yes, the can you beat that committee is much, much more important than the presidency of the United States. Good night, everyone. All right, Tony. That's what I.